Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This week in League, NRL gives the most demeaning punishment imaginable to disgraced Sharks Raiders referees officiating a Titans game. The West Tigers find the formula to beat the Bunnies. Tackle with your face and get five free interchanges. John Hopperwade continues to punch and finger bang his way to the NRL Hall of Fame, but God forbid Ryan Tandy bets on JT taking the two. And we look forward to all the action for round 20 of the 2018 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 297 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? I've crawled out of my post-Penrith performance coma. Yeah, fucking we've been there. Isn't it? What a strange week, though, for both of us to get, like, like it's, I mean, it's not the first time it's ever happened to see both of us get fucking smashed, but, like, for it to happen, the same margin and everything, and, like, well, and, and yeah, obviously, because the margin was the same, like, the, the, the magnitude see, of the... This is what puts my faith back in the universe. Why? Well, I, I now have more stages of grief. I have, you know, the whatever the normal ones are, and yeah. then, fuck, this week in league. <laughs> that's the last yeah. stage yeah. of grief. That's the best, that, yeah, that's the best thing about doing this show. It's uh, not only do you have to get f- <laughs> fucking smashed, but it's, uh, I, I was going to do an analogy there. It's just, look, honestly, <clears throat> if I said it, I mean, I would have got James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um yeah you have to deal with the consequences the, the terrible yes. thing happens and then you have to deal with the consequences afterwards yes so and look you know if you would have thought the analogy you would have said it <laughs> well it it was worse i had um i took a friend with me who well, is well not only that it's someone that's very known to the show no that's the second part oh, okay so i took a friend with me who is a um soccer tragic Okay. And had never seen a game of rugby league. I'd never seen a sport with so much point scoring <laughs> and entertainment value. <laughs> and all, all year, you know, I've been telling him how great my team is and how we've got all these people coming through. So this is someone that legit has no fucking clue. Like, they, 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 has, they're taking you with your words has on all seen, that shit. Has seen a couple of games, Origin, and, yeah. you know, I'd show him Bill Kickhouse highlights. Yeah. Yeah, oh, of course. You know, well, we were in the toilet together. Yeah. If, you know, I was jerking off. It was rude to show, not showing yeah, what yeah. I was looking at. So, um, Kickow has superseded... He, is, has he superseded the... Uh, your, your, look, he's, an, he's an Indian guy. Kickow's a Fijian Indian. Oh, okay. So, you're you really know? trying to... You're, you're trying to evangelize the um, sport here. So, I I took him along to his first game. Yeah. And we just got <laughs> gaped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, to make then matters worse. Um, we were sitting behind Mr. War's... And his dad, yeah. So you're there, um, yeah. who just fed me. And if you were, and if you were all fucking, games, and so. also, then the third thing is, I mean, sitting 
behind Mr. Wars and his dad also means you're sitting right in the fucking middle of the long-term season ticket holders, never give up their tickets, had them forever in the prime members shit, right? Who? Which? It's counterintuitive. Yeah. That was probably the best place for us to sit, except, you know, maybe in the supporters' bay, but- Or maybe, like, in the fucking pub outside of the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, those fans, those fans in and around the 50, the the Broncos line, uh, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. And they're there for the football. They love their team, and, you know, they they shell out a shitload of money every year. They're actually the ones that cheer, too. Yes. And don't don't just sit there and, um, you know, pissing on the seats and booing injured players. Exactly. From the opposition team. Exactly. So, yeah. Well done. Yes, I mean a, a good a good night was had by all, except um, except for a brief eighty minute. <laughs> <Stress>. <laughs> Look, I won fifty bucks on the pokies at the Caxton, so I feel I've taken something. Yeah, well, you you've taken something off those off those <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you haven't. Um, got a tweet from uh, someone who's named themselves new to Twitter, and their handle is at Twill Podcaster. Which is uh, obviously a little bit of a misnomer because they're not. However, well, maybe they, they joined can Twitter. Edit it to podcastee. Yeah, I mean, well, is, is that the term? Is it? I we are the podcasters, and you, or we're the oars, you're the e's. Okay, he said, I made a Twitter account just to follow you, cucks. Long time, first time. <laughs> Give me a shout out on the pod, or I'll. Um, Probably just be sad and emotionally eat half my body weight in nachos. <laughs> Fuck, that actually sounds pretty appealing. We'll be at the crying. <laughs> Look, There's here. not much in that tweet I don't like. <laughs> yeah, and honest, honestly, as, as someone who uh, hasn't touched a carbohydrate in six weeks, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah, actually, nachos don't, don't really appeal at all, but I could fucking destroy like a big-ass burger. <laughs> See, you know what? I did. I'm. I've been the same. I've been eating very healthy. Yeah. Um. But before the game on Friday night. Yeah. Did you go Fritz or we hit up Fritz? Yeah. Did you get the Serena Burger or is that off the specials now? No, nah, it's off the specials. Oh, okay. But uh, Fritz, Fritz, you gave me the shits. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't green this time. <laughs> <laughs> but it, oh god, it was so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's it. I'm. I'm looking for. I've, I'm planning on not. Um, not breaking it until the grand final weekend. Fritz and Burger. So throw, throw me some sponsorship burgers. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I mean, I've, and you know, I've you have to you know, just be like Patron shots and fucking burgers, and yeah, you because know, I've got some ideas of where the where the uh, the members only one might be in nice. a different place this year, Fantastic. and it's and it's somewhere that's just gonna. I just know I'm just gonna hit it, and the carbs <laughs> are just gonna go straight in my fucking veins, and then uh, then straight bypass my fucking my gallbladder. And- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then I'll be yeah, then I'll be on the yeah on the uh, shitter for the entire grand final day probably. Um, but yeah, um, news this week. I don't really um have any news to speak of. I had a fucking my, last week was a busy. Oh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is my busiest weekend of the year in terms of uh, business, and uh, and so I did uh, did smash that out. And uh, as a there, result, um, there wasn't a lot of a lot of actual news. The, the big controversy last week was obviously. The officiating, yeah, um, and I mean, we we will talk about that game, and we will get into that, no doubt. I mean, if you want yeah. to actually, there are things that Ricky Stewart, like Ricky Stewart, made certain. Yeah, he would say things like, you know, that Canberra's treated differently, differently, and I wouldn't. That did not seem to to me that was not a team being treated differently situation. That was just a monumental fucking 
yeah. disgrace Look, if, <laughs> in terms if, of refereeing. If we can. So, let, let's talk about that actual issue, like okay. the actual stuff up. Okay. We'll discuss that in the game. Yes. But as as a meta, the, um, that's my vocabulary word of the day, if you haven't noticed. Why are you metering everything all of a sudden? Because it just... Did, it, did you it watch a fucking TED Talk or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, it really is an issue and, and there's been so much shit said you know Nathan yeah. Brown's come out and said oh we need the captain's challenge back I like that idea of that though I mean like that, that seemed to go okay in the in the, in the kiddies yeah let me give you a point of view to that okay what happened in that game which we'll talk about in yes. the game is pretty much an example of exactly what would happen if the captain's challenge was introduced because in that game the touch you know the flag touch it with the flag right? yeah. that was a captain's challenge well, the game should have stopped. The official, the official said, "Stop the game." Yeah. But then all of a sudden, it went to the bunker anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, and the bunker fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't see how the captain's challenge solves that. The issue yeah. that that I see, and I've said it countless times, there is too much influence by um, coaches and clubs. Yep. And the NRL bends far too easily to and you know, for lack of a better term fucking crisis merchants in the media you know yeah you can get any journo now that's bitching about the current state of refereeing saying they're strangling the game and there's this and mm-hmm. this and this and this and this well just 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 uh just rewind you know uh, what, what we were up to around 20 this week so re- rewind 15 weeks ago if that remember how the season started and the referees yep. were actually enforcing shit and it was just all like oh my god the game's so boring it's fucking referees are ruining the game we've got to stop yep. the shit you know then they sort of then they sort of really you know, I think last week they were supposed to have started it again but you know I didn't see well they were talking about slowing down the play of the ball uh, yeah, you yeah. Know? I saw plenty of fucking um, slow play of the balls though but this is the thing thinking about it over the week I've realised that rugby league is basically America's fucking right to bear arms. <laughs> okay, expand. So, we have something that was around a long fucking time ago. Yep. And it had a set of rules prior, placed prior, yeah, on it. Prior, prior to our, genera- our, our generation and our parents' generation's Much prior. survival. Yeah, That's yeah. it. And so it is now the, the establishment and how those rules and the way people are thinking when those rules come around is, mm-hmm. is a, something we'll never know. However, now... There's all this technology and there's all this available stuff that the people that had come up with the rules surrounding this thing had no possible way of knowing would ever exist. Yeah. You know? Um, There there needs to be some wholesale changes. The thing that no one's talking about, everyone's talking about how they're doing. I honestly don't care which way they go. If it is, we're going to clamp down and be pedantic on absolutely everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Or we're going to let, you know, certain things slide uh, and we'll give you warnings, you know, fix up your tenor, I'll get you, fix up your tenor, I'll get you, whatever. However, do it fucking consistently. That's the word that I'm not hearing anywhere. Everyone wants to bitch about how they're doing and what they're doing. I think all fans would be happy if things were done consistently, though. I know. Maybe like media and coaches aren't quite, aren't saying that sort of thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, The narrative is not about consistency. Yeah. You know, it's not about, well, hang on, ping the 10 metres. If everyone's not back the 10, ping in the 10 every single fucking time. Yep. I'm, and I'm all for that personally. Yep. You know, I'm all for have a rule. If there are three penalties within a certain amount of time, 
someone goes to the bin. Yep. I'm all for introduce a five-minute sin bin for for small ruck infringements, you know. Have that shit used. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the, fir- the first game of the year? Was it Melbourne and um, Wests or whatever it was? Where there was like 30 penalties in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Then, over the coming weeks, they went, oh, fuck, okay, we're going to get penalised for this. And the way the game played changed. Yeah. And I saw some of the best games of rugby league, especially for early in the season. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that is definitely that, that has definitely faded away a little bit now. Because keeping them back the 10, keeping everyone on side, and stopping the bullshit in the play the ball leads to free-flowing attacking football. I can deal with stoppages, and I can deal with the bunker, and I can deal yep. with all of this shit yep. if the football around it yep. is of that quality. Yep. Um, Greenberg's too much of a fucking weak skin. He's fucking no nutted. Mate, he he is gone. Stain. He is gone. Uh, Allegedly, he's gone the way of. Uh, well, I mean, how can you allege someone as a cum stain? I mean, like, just fucking put a UV light on him, and you'll know. Like, <laughs> 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 um, it's funny though. He has gone the way of pretty much every best young operator in the game. Mm. I mean, there was old mate we had there on the Titans. Was he Michael Searle? Yep. Where's that guy? Like, yeah. just fucking disgrace. Mm-hmm. Greenberg fell upwards, you know, much like, you know, some other people in the NRL have. Um, <clears throat> this is the sad thing. Can you imagine, like, and Greenberg's not well loved. No. But can you imagine the applause he would get, metaphorically, if he came out and said, you fucking dead shit reporters, stop trying to tell us how to run the game. Mm-hmm. These are the fucking rules. Yep. If you, if you don't like it, go report on something else. Yeah. Well, or, or, you know, he doesn't have to say it out publicly. It can just be, he can call a a special media, members of the accredited media only thing Mm -hmm. down at HQ or whatever and say, look, this is this, this is what's happening. And, you know, probably what I assume happens in AFL land where, you know, they can be, they can rate, they can do whatever the fuck they want. And you won't see hardly any of it appear in the papers because if they do, they're just cut from the... Yeah, accreditation. Cunts driving your car, please just be careful and keep your eyes on the road at the moment. (laughs) Do you know who should be the NRL or the fucking commission, whatever, their official media liaison? Who? Wayne Bennett. (laughs) For the reason of, uh, they wouldn't get a word out of him. No, 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 no. (laughs) He doesn't give them the news. Yeah, he coordinates. Yeah, because of exactly, and you've raised that before. Yeah. There are times when a Broncos training, you know, so and so wrote that. So fuck off, you're banned for a week. Don't come near me. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, when I'm when I'm doing the school run in the afternoon, I've got the radio on, and um, in the, in the early afternoon here, we've got like you know the some sort of local you know drive show, and it's got that Dobbo guy that's you know been on, he's been on a footy show and things mm-hmm. like that. Yep. But he is Channel Nine's like Broncos liaison guy, yep. you know, and he does the stories like, you know, you know, from live, you know, from Broncos HQ, this is going to happen this week, or this is league could be the Queensland origin mm-hmm. team, like, you know, that sort of shit. And there are numerous times on that afternoon show where they're fucking laughing at him because Wayne's kicked him out of the, out of training yeah. that day or kicked him out of the press conference That's after it. training that 100%. day. It happens like every other week. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, something like that would be like someone who's actually got an iron fist and is prepared to control their environment. Who doesn't give two shits. Yeah, yeah. And well, then- he, yeah, he's there to do his job, which is, you know, obviously to smash gilfs and, yeah. you know, try, yeah. and, try and keep the aura attached. <laughs> Whatever the fuck else he does. 
<laughs> no, you can get aura pills these days. <laughs> but that's the other thing. You know how fucking quickly you're talking of auras. Yeah. Um, fucking Buzz Rothfield loses his thing when every second week his article is only about him whinging that Wayne Bennett doesn't like him. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There right. it is, and, there, and also, and then, and remember, he's had that lo- he's had that long term feud with Gus as well, yeah. which is presumably you know centered around similar, yeah, similar main 100%. you know main features, yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, oh the other one, oh so let me get my phone out, Hopper. <laughs> we mentioned at the start of the show, but Hopper Wadi in trouble again. Uh, he was uh, sent off in a park football match for punching. Uh, hit with four different charges by New South Wales Rugby League, including a four-game ban for a medium-range striking offence while playing for the Narrowina Hawks. And then he's got a, a conduct review panel uh, tonight, Wednesday night, which will decide on the remaining three charges. And uh, that was his first game of the season, and he was sent off just minutes into the game against the Forestville Ferrets. I think it's hilarious that, you know, Hopawati in, in a game versus the Ferrets. You think he'd play for the Ferrets? I mean... <laughs> 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 and um, his side actually won, though, despite him being sent off minutes into the game. So, uh, and his registration was organised the night before the match. Stop it! Look, I tell you, these uh, these ex West Tigers players are a fucking <laughs> disgrace. They're a blight upon the game, and, and uh, you know, I don't, want, I don't, I, I think moving to Perth is almost too. Too good a punishment. I think they should just be uh, kicked out of the competition <laughs> because if you're producing this, these types of human beings off the field, yeah, I've got to question the culture of the entire club. Well, look, when your when your old boys get togethers, yeah, include Hopper Senior and Matt Lodge, yeah, well, that's true too. You know, what are you doing? You know, I mean, we got La- La- Frankie as well, and um, let's let's look at your juniors. Mm. You know, it's basically the Hitler Youth. Yeah, yeah, basically. So. Nasty. It's yeah. why the it's it's why the it's it's why West has been shafted so badly in this in this side of the merger. I mean, mm. they would you know they they would wear black and white, but they don't want black on their jerseys. You know, they can help it does. <laughs> so they try and just like overshadow it with the orange. <laughs> when this turn into a <laughs> black and white is for prisoners. <laughs> <sighs> yes. So um yeah, Hopper Jr. Hopper 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 Junior. How about fucking Hoju? How did he? How did he? Like, uh, I mean, I was probably two years away from the family <laughs> doing missions up here for Joseph. I mean, that that was probably well, that's <laughs> the main catalyst. Sounds, sounds, sounds like Ho Senior need but he wasn't Jesus. A, but but he was but he wasn't. A, I mean, like Will wasn't a loose. He wasn't a loose cunt before he went on his mission or anything. He was always like is, that kid. Is Hopper a uh, constant influence on him though, or is he? You know. I, I, I would dare say he isn't because all evidence points to the contrary. Yeah. But, um, yeah, mate, fucking, what a disgrace. I mean, you know, and you look at the, 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 the real elder states and like guys like Cliffy are still running around killing it, probably at a higher level of football than he's playing at the moment, not fingering anybody. Uh, and yeah, none of that shit. You got any other news stories you want to talk about before we wrap this shit up? There's really nothing important. I got some other news too. Hopefully the sound of the show is better this week. Oh. We are coming to you not live, <laughs> however, from these uh from very schmick new microphones and these uh and the the finest fucking boom microphone stands that you can buy for seventeen dollars each from China or on eBay. And uh I tell you. They are shiny. 
Johnny. I hope uh, I hope that you guys can pick yourselves off the floor after after sliding off your seats. <laughs> to, to listen to that and and uh and god forbid you god forbid you're driving a car because i imagine that would be a lethal situation <laughs> sliding off your Why? seat when you're driving a car i mean you just you just land you're down there jammed among the pedals and shit yeah no into a wall for car seats tilt backwards what i'm saying is though so they need to be careful of drowning yeah that's true or they'll just get like a fucking like pruny skin on their thighs. <laughs> <laughs> that be, is disgusting. You, you ever seen that remake of the Blob? Oh, many years. That was, that's old, right? Still, yeah. that's still like it's not it's not old, old, but it's still like that would have been like early nineties or something, yeah. late eighties. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'd go through a toll booth or like go through a car and roll through a drive-through, <laughs> put the window down, and it'd be <laughs> a skeleton floats out there. <laughs> So put your windows down. This week in uh, car safety, science, (laughs) biology, Uh, and uh, remakes of ancient films. (laughs) Okay, recaps. For this, well, you know, honestly, this is uh, this week should have been should be dubbed uh, rugby league doesn't speak to me anymore. Week <laughs> rugby league doesn't speak to its fan base anymore. Round um, and they kicked it off in perfectly appropriate fashion by showcasing on Thursday night the Parramatta Eels defeating the Doggies fourteen points to eight. A uh, ANZ Stadium. What do we get that like Origins? They, they did I get up to ninety or it's like yeah, it's like oh, mid eighties, eighty eight or something like that. Yeah. Like like it holds a lot of fucking people. Mm. Less than ten percent full. Yes. <laughs> based on that, yes. based on that calculation, I think it's ninety thousand. Like minus whoever has the flu that day. Yeah. Okay. So uh, eight four three seven was the official crowd, and this was flagged earlier in the week because Chapo bought his tickets to the game. Obviously, he's a dog doggies fan, and he's gone. To, and you know, you got like the packs number, and it actually you look at the number on the ticket, the packs number, and it tells that's like how many tickets have been sold up to that stage. And I think. At that stage, when he bought his ticket, I think there'd been like seven hundred and eighty or seven hundred and fifty tickets. Like, <laughs> so strong walk-up crowd. Can I ask? <laughs> yes. Well, oh no, was this a Canterbury home game or a? Uh, good question. I'm going to say Eels, but I'm not quite okay. sure. Why is Chapo purchasing tickets and not a member? Yeah, that's true too. Why is it a Why is it a, a game week decision? He's half the fucking problem. Well. I think they've got a lot of problems. I mean, their fan, their, traditionally their fans have been problematic. No, no. But he's not around. He's not, but I mean, you know, Chapo, he's not going to stab the, no one either. Okay, so you I mean. know what? If the NRL, yeah. if if every club, and I'm talking every club here, yeah. had 100,000 members. Yes. Then well, you, you don't get that issue of having to take games to, to shithole stadiums on a Thursday like ANZ. The clubs have an actual right to say, well, you know what? We've given you your percentage of the 100,000 members that have come through. They're all season ticket holders. Yeah. Fuck off and don't bother us. Yeah, but I mean, it's not It's not like they're, they're forced to go to those stadiums just just because they're told to go to those stadiums. I mean, ANZ pays them them handsomely to take games to the you know to that stadium and, and as, a, as opposed to paying them out of Belmore or you know whatever other shit Great. and now people can't blame Chapo for not having rugby league at suburban grounds well 
you know, well, they can, I guess. But you still, you still can. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't see why not. I mean, you blame for fucking whatever you want. <laughs> well done, son, for going to that game. Blame no, him for knowing. fucking. Blame me for McDonald's not having a fucking McRib on the menu twenty four seven. I want my Mulan dipping sauce. <laughs> Um, where were we? Oh, yes, the Eels 14. They uh, tries to Pritchard and Moses. Moses, two of two conversions and a penalty goal. The Bulldogs, eight came from try to Kerrod Holland. Uh, Reese Martin with a conversion and a penalty goal. Very similar level of game by both teams. And by that, I mean, you know, lead-up work was solid. Mm-hmm. And fifth tackle options were horrid. Yes. Um from from where I looked, it seemed to be for very different reasons. For for Parramatta, they, you know, if, if you could do the old, okay, snap your fingers and add one thing to that team, with Parramatta would be a little bit of confidence. That's where they seemed down in their fifth tackle options. The Bulldogs, it seems to be a knowledge gap. Well, it's just, it, qu- it's just, it's just, just quality. Yeah. And that, that's in terms of players... Yep. Like the actual skill level of the players that they are able to field yes. at this time. That's it. Um, and yeah, you know. Get- but see, for the Bulldogs though, this isn't a new problem. No. You know, you've got new players there that are experiencing that problem. But their fifth tackle option. Yeah, they were garbage last year as well. And the year before. Yeah. The, the thing, I guess I, yeah. one one thing that you would say, I mean, and this is like just speaking in terms of, you know, hypothetically speaking, though, they felt that they had addressed that this year because they, you know, Kieran Foran was coming in and he was going to be X, Y, and Z. I mean, we all knew that, yeah. he, that, that he was, you know, busted beyond repair, probably going to yep. sit out a lot of games because yep. of injury and stuff. And I think even in our wildest expectations, I think that he probably has gone under that bar <laughs> like I mean I thought he'd have a lot of games out I thought that he was busted and he wouldn't be a great buy for them when taken as like you know looking at the the whole picture at the end of the year but I think even with that low bar mm. he's he's sailed so far under that bar yes exactly yeah so um so yeah well I mean but you know I'm not going to. I'm not going to be out here dying on the the, the Canterbury. You've tried to alleviate the problem they've had for three years running now. I'm not. I'm not dying on that fucking hill because you know, because fuck them. But uh, <laughs> again, the they seem to be on paper. Yep. You know, if you just look at those players, there's plenty of players at Canterbury who you would be happy to have at your club. You know, plenty. Like, Define plenty. Oh, Hoju. Yeah, one. A, Clamour to non-busted Morris at the right money. Yeah, no. Yeah. At the right money. Yeah. Um, Three fifty. Like imagine a good Nightingale. I can't. Okay. What sorry. are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 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 uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There's four. That's plenty. How'd you get four? Oh, we, we were on two, and then we sort of petered off. There's two Morris. Oh, really? I, oh, so you still okay? There's two more, right? I thought I thought we had agreed that they were Clemmer and <laughs> Clemmer and Clemmer and Hopper Junior. Yeah. Who else they got? Really? Yeah. No. No. No, they really don't have anyone no. much. So, um, <laughs> Suppose Hopper hasn't gone another mission. Actually, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, maybe this counts as one. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's charity. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, look, as shitty as this game was, as, as much of a punish as it was to watch, 
it obviously meant a lot. Like the the scenes of the eels after the game. Yeah. That was special. Didn't make it all better. But the the fact of, of what that win meant to them, if I'm a Parramatta fan, that's what I want to see. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I want to see it tears and embracing and and all of that emotion. Yep. Just because they beat another fucking spoon contender. Yeah. You know? They'd won their grand final. That's it. You know, that that's the first step forward. So prayer circles work. Fuck off. Evidently. Yeah, get fucked. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> it's science um, Super Grover 4 the goalpost has made more tackles and scored more tries this season than Bryce Cartwright has in two years that's fair I, I swear that's another probably another you know at least another one point to the goalpost I mean he's not going to win the Dally M but I mean could yeah. be fullback of the year but he's he's doing the right stuff to be on at least on the ballot for revelation <laughs> yeah and I'm yeah and, and I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm stunned that he didn't win the Wally Lewis medal <laughs> Uh, oh look come, come a third to Slater and Ponga yeah yeah well, of course uh, Twill Podcaster is in there with the tweets already fuck is anyone else's epilepsy flaring up watching these two teams of heavily striped directionless misfits running around in circles hashtag too many stripes get a solid coloured jersey please get a better fucking team that, oh, um, hang on just and there was that jersey yeah. like the eels it was, it was the eels fault wasn't it no, do- oh, oh I thought the dogs were under investigation for wearing the white stripes yeah well, that's it. Yeah, that's the home. That's the that's the difference. The home game, isn't it? I mean, one of them they were supposed to, and they they rocked up with the other one, and um, I, it just just when you think that rugby league starts making strides in administration and you know uh, becoming a more professional sport, we still get shit that happens on this. This happened to me last year. It's under nines fucking soccer. Oh Christ. That's how basic mistake. Um, the other team, oh. they didn't bring their white their white jerseys, and they were like a blue. You know, it was like North Star, so they were like blue on blue, and you know, yeah, they were like okay. blue, blue with red and white. And uh, they didn't bring their white jerseys, so it was like, oh, what are we gonna do? Like, what do we? What's who's is we? You'll fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Tell you tell tell fucking number nine's mum to go home and grab the white jerseys. And, you know, well, don't you put them on inside out or something? Oh, I can't even. That's f- all that happened. At oh no, the, no. The solution the solution was I think they wore like um like like so there's high vis like bibs over the you know yeah okay, yeah, 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 so, yeah. okay. which made them take um, like ten times longer when it was time to interchange a player because they had little kids that are trying to untie these fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's coming back Look, to at me least, now. At least it's not the 80s and it just would have been, okay, we'll get one side to take their shirts off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dennis is in the stand. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Ugh, Canterbury, you fucking AIDS. Yeah. Can't uh, even get your jerseys yeah. right. Yeah, I understand it's gone, Mateus. Uh, this whole Dogs, Ls jersey debacle could have been solved if the NRL just folded both clubs. Hmm. Can't argue with the logic. GT351 underscore Johns. Thank God that's over. My beloved team gave me hope for the first 20 minutes. Then I remembered we can't footy. Oh, well, I actually remember to lose by more. So good job, team. And uh, still proud to be a bulldog no matter what. I appreciate your sentiment, sir. Um, I don't know if you've went in the game against Parramatta expecting to lose by more, especially when the doggies haven't been that bad. Like, you know, there's been yeah. games where it's like they've maybe they didn't win, but they've done know, like 60 minutes of okay. Yeah. And usually, and yeah, that can be enough to beat Parramatta yeah. this season. Um, 100%. Comeback, the Irish Tiger. All I can say is that game lived up to the hype. Hashtag Spoonbowl2018, Spoonapalooza also. Hyperbowl, that's another term. For new listeners, the Irish Tiger. He's lifted his head out of a fucking pile of, of, uh, of fucking barmaid flange. 
<laughs> at at the uh, the meetup last year. Last year. Last year. Yes. Um, the Irish Tiger is a young protege of uh, the biggest tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he ended up at the meetup um, and spent a thousand beers down. A thousand beers down, and a thousand minutes doing nothing but staring like a puppy dog at a bowl of chow. (laughs) I was going to say the barmaid, but it was pretty much a barmaid because it didn't matter where we were. He would be propped on the bar on his elbows with those cartoon love hearts popping over his head. Um, Fantastic times had by all. And And I'm glad that, uh, you know, finally, almost a year down the track... Post their, their their wedding, yeah, slash engagement. That's or it. Whatever. Uh, she's letting back on Twitter to uh, to just... converse with the, the people who facilitated their blessed union. That's it. So now we just need the the tigerist barmaid on Twitter and <laughs> <laughs> the Irish tigeress. <laughs> Mister Barjas. Margot Robbie could cartwheel naked from one side of the field to the other. Ten seconds before full time, and I'd still want to remove this game from my memories. That's how bad it's been. That is something. That's that's huge. The Sharkies, 28 to feed the Raiders, 24 in the uh, pub <laughs> slot game at Reclaim Australia Stadium. A crowd of tick over 10,000. The Sharks, 28, came from tries to Fafita, Latelli, Holmes, Graham, Katoa, Townsend, four or five conversions. The Raiders, 24, tries to Rapina, Abby, and a double to BJ Leilua. And, uh, oh, sorry, Joseph Leilua, Esquire. And uh, Sam Williams, four or four conversions. Well, to, to say a little bit about what happened before the call, mm-hmm. um, if you're Canberra, there's... A whole bunch of shit you can look at. And it's easy to blame and it's natural to blame shit that's out of your control on somebody else's fault when and that, things and go that's, wrong. And, and that stuff is like mind-blowingly infuriating. Yes. And like, so I get why people, you know, go to that stuff first because, you know, it's very easy to sort of what if and, you know, the big, the big things, yeah. 100%. Um, but there was some very sloppy defence in the middle of the field. There was Rapner just... Rapening and getting sent to the bin. Yeah. Then yep. the the goal line defence on multiple occasions was absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Um, that that's there's plenty there apart from the thing. The and the then court. okay, and then the flip side is they did a, a a wonderful job of getting themselves back into a position where they were competing yep. to win the game. That forward passing was bullshit, and I dare say that yep. that wasn't the most egregiously bad display of refereeing in the game. Because I mean, just the whole clusterfuck around the the, the touch in there. Yeah. I mean that that was a, that was an utter clusterfuck, and you know several points of failure there in terms of the on field officials and that. Yeah, you know, that's yes. fine. But that forward pass one was probably bigger bullshit and more critical to. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's this constant fuck around of this tit, almost tit for tat. Yeah. You know, it was, well, oh, fuck, hang on, the touchy and this and the flag was up and then I went to the bunker and they did this and this is fucked and then this, oh, and then that touchy over there, his flag's up, oh, fuck, but they, uh, uh, you know. Right then, he, 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 you walk to that touch, though, why is your fucking flag up? Because mm. I saw this, okay, boom, the play's pack a scrum. 
Don't have to worry about all that other bullshit. The issue then is, let's say, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, okay. Benefit of the doubt that the referee didn't see the flag up, right? Because the flag went up and then it went the back touch down. touch has got a thing. He can talk straight to the guy. He's like, hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, dude. I know. I know. Dude, flags up. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah, okay. The ref didn't see it. Yeah. That's the next thing. The touch, he made no, yeah. no, hang on, put your flag back up in the air. Yep, yep. And then, how many people have you got in the bunker? Minimum two at any one time? Yeah. Minimum two at any one time. Yeah. Both of them, because if every fucking person watching that at home saw the flag go up, yeah. how do the bunker officials not see the flag go up? Yeah. And how do they not go down and say, the touch judge's flag goes up, which, we, indi- we have to, which we, indicates that there's a, a stoppage in play for an infraction. We're calling the play dead at that point. That's it. Go talk to your man. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that, or even then, there is insufficient evidence to overturn mm-hmm. because the touch judge's fucking flag was up. Yeah. Which indicates an infraction. Let's go and find out what it was. Yeah, it was a knock on. Yeah. So don't, you know, you, you, you know, don't be drawing TVs in the, in, don't be drawing fucking yeah. imaginary TVs, mate. Go talk to your man. But, but See, what's again, it, what's, what, what, what did he want? But why can't they use that, though? If yeah. he does fuck up and he goes to the bunker, okay, that's a fuck up. They're all, they can all talk to each other, but so then, why not just fucking... Yeah, but then if the bunker says, because yeah. they, they use vision of the feet and the ball yeah. and the this and the that and the the. Yep. Okay? So there's inconclusive evidence to see if he knocks on because the camera's behind him. Yep. However, the touch judge's flag has gone up in the air, which indicates the touch judge saw a knock on. Mm-hmm. We have a decision. Yep. Or, you know what? The touch judge saw something... Go on, what did he fucking see? Did he see some sort of infraction? Did he see a knock on the... Well, in that case... That's it. Yeah, yeah. And so, after all that, um, the head of referees, uh, Bernard Sutton, was placed in a position where he uh, had to sack his brother. But he didn't. He... uh, it demoted him, which is which is hilarious for a game that's trying to keep, you know, fan bases and everything all happy. I mean, you know, when your game is seen as the demotion game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that alone, just from a PR perspective, is fucking ridiculous. Oh, but, um, just. And then the, the touchy and the pocket ref, they're the ones that actually got fucked on. The touchy was the guy that actually, he saw the thing and put his his flag up. Exactly. I mean, I mean, okay, maybe he's punished for not, you know, speaking up or something like that. But he's the only one in the whole situation that, yeah. Kind of yeah. didn't really have it. I mean, and the pocket. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna sack the pocket ref, if you know you know if you're gonna punish, him, why aren't you? Exactly. Because his last name wasn't something. Yeah, I suppose. And this is the stuff. You know, you, they, they talk about just pulling ahead of referees as well. That's like that was renowned as one of the biggest fucking punishes. Yeah. On the field. Well, again, it's the thing they, they talk about it in in politics all the time. Yeah. What part of this passes the sniff test? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. Oh, it's a fucking family connection, and everyone else gets ass raped except yeah. your your brother. Yeah, even it, if he was deemed not to be completely at fault, you would then have a quiet word and say, "Look, this looks, looks this looks terrible. We can't not do exactly. something, you know, to everybody. Like, exactly. you get the whole crew, get all, all the touches, all the referees on field, and sorry, fellas, you're gonna have to go down for a week. Mm-hmm. What does a referee's boss do? Not a fucking lot on current evidence. No, no, but the, the, the serious question though. Yeah, they well, aren't they supposed to? They're they're, they're supposed to make the decisions in terms of the allocations uh, and and that sort of thing. So why do you need an ex referee to do that? Well, you know that's like the that's that's the, the that's the NRL in a nutshell. To me, that sounds why like a need, human resources why, job. Why, why do you need an why do you need an ex something in the job? I don't know. 
why ex players coach, why ex why ex players administrators when they're not necessarily qualified as yeah. business people. I mean, we are getting away from that to an extent, but not nearly enough. So, yeah, no. But what, what was that thing? Wasn't fucking what's his name from South's gonna end up as the head of referees or be a referees consultant or something? He's a little bit busy, I think, isn't he? He's um he's he's doing the review on to on on Paramount. Is he doing the review on Paramount at the moment? No, that's right. He oh, is it Penrith? No, Paramount. Paramount. Yeah. Who's in the Penrith one? That was just internal. Yeah, that was just a review. Yeah. It was just a okay. half yearly. Um, yeah, okay. But yeah, again, what is the purpose? This is all the shit that the NRL does very badly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. We know there's a referees boss. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Yeah. You know, like the actual full the full. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it's out there. Because I well, just don't know. Well, at the moment, it seems like all the fuck they're there to do is sit down and have this little fucking insular group. And they're there to apologise too. Like, they're there to apologise that they got it wrong on the weekend. That's it. Or say, no, actually, technically, we didn't. We are, I'm, I'm backing the guy. But this thing of... It's this little insular thing of, oh, don't be mean to my referees. Yeah. Don't be mean to my referees. Well, you know, hang on, what the fuck? Yeah. Let, let's have some accountability. Mm-hmm. If you're the boss of the referees, be fucking sitting there watching every fucking game with a veto button. Yeah, but that, then that goes back to what I said about Sutton as a referee. Do you really want him fucking with the power to, yeah, what to, I'm to, to oversee is, the refereeing of every game? Not to, not the refereeing of all the time, yep. but in situations like that, have a fucking veto button that comes in. As soon as he sees oh, that, they, they fucking that touch his flag was up, why are we going to the bunker? <laughs> it's a dangerous... It's da- I mean, it's a dangerous precedent, though. I mean, you imagine... Have him sitting there with Tom Grimo going... Mate, this one's not gonna. This, this one's not gonna play well in the papers. We need to fucking put the guy watch. And you don't want to. You know, you don't want things happening for that reason. Yeah, you don't. But-, but again, the other thing is that that puts a little bit of responsibility back on whoever is the head of the referees. Yeah. At the moment, there's none. They're yeah. fucking bulletproof. The, what incentive do they have? To get shit done, I am sure that I am sure that uh, that they have their KPIs, and I am sure that referees in general have KPIs that need to be met. But I just wonder—I mean, they would they would be under review every season, right? Yeah. But it's not often you see referees getting punted. No. And I wonder if the, the you know w- what the list of KPIs is in terms and you know, and you know correct decisions and you know all that sort of thing. It seems to me to be a supply and demand thing. Yeah. You know. Well, that's true. I mean, it's it's a it's a thankless job. It is a thankless job. I would, I would not want to do it. Um, I want it done correctly by people who would do it, and I do respect people who uh, undertake that yeah. as a career because, I mean, it is a kind of a thing. Now, see, that's the thing, though. It needs yeah. to be able to be undertaken as a career, mm-hmm. and there needs to be more than enough top-level referees. Putting pressure, right? yeah, so that, so that people can be... And, exactly. And also, you've got guys that are ready to come up and so actually you need to have, Correct. You need level. to have referees who will referee... NRL, Q Cup, New South Wales Cup, you know, all of the junior grades, mm-hmm. right? And they're all able to referee any At fucking any level. game. Yeah. And you're paid the same, mm-hmm. or you might get a slight bonus for NRL. Like a match you know? fee or something like that if, you're, if you're doing the NRL. And yeah. then that means you're fighting to keep your spot. Yeah. Yep. It's not fucking hard. No. Oh, and yes, like, you yeah. got to fucking actually organise something, but then human and human error is going to happen. We know. I mean, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's it's the way it is. But that sort of thing is human error on multiple parts that could have been stopped at three points. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I'll light some candles. There's a lot of curse in the darkness today. <sighs> That's all right. It's, it's curse in the darkness kind of day. It is. It is. 
The Biggest Tiger. That game was legitimate ref's fault. Actually, for real. I never thought I'd say it, but it was. Please at me for a debate. No one's gonna. No one's gonna like seriously yeah. smack into fucking biggest. You can't look. Let's you know change change your parameters on that. Mm-hmm. The game wasn't ref's fault. That that instance was fucked. Absolutely, yeah. That situation yep. was complete. It, it was an ICC if I've ever seen one. Yeah, and it is very easy to fall into situations where you're, you know, what if thing, and you know, if if, yep. that, if that forward pass hadn't have been called, that wasn't a forward, forward pass, and that's a try, and if that hadn't been called, that wasn't a try, and oh my god, twelve point turnaround, and if that's the case, you know, what do we do? You know, pull out the pocket calculator. Oh, yeah. in that case, you know, it would have been Sharks twenty two, and, and then Canberra thirty, and, you and know, bef- blah. Bef- before you know it, you're fucking dealing in alternate universes, and nine eleven was an inside job. So yeah, know, yeah. And if there's one thing I do know as an absolute fact, <laughs> as an absolute fact, is that, is that <laughs> not seeing touch judges raise their flag does not melt steam steel beams. <laughs> uh, big sexy Moylan. Perhaps if you didn't get such cunt karma down in the nation's capital, you would have got a call or two. Get fucked, you stupid cucks. Okay, Special K, he's back with his new account. Um... Oh, his new handle, sorry. I mean, same account renamed. Lynn Shields. The sound of fresh twill ref's fault scarves being hurled in anger was deafening. Uh, Jay Bartley, well, I mean, they're, yeah, they're made out of some sort of, I guess, you know, synthetic cotton blend. I, I don't think they'd make too much of a sound, really, would they? I like to imagine they make a, yeah, 1950s, 40s, Western whip crack. <laughs> <laughs> Get them up, hit them up. Rev's fault. You're in a singing mood today, aren't you? Jay Bartley, 90. Rugby League 101. Always play to the whistle. Canberra should be more upset about the forward pass that got called back rather than the bunkers called beforehand. Will there be hashtag touch judge fault scarves going into production? Hang on. Who said that? Jay Bartley, 90. There's a Twitter handle. Oh, okay, cool. Why, um, are you going to fucking fly at somebody else? <laughs> oh, if it was one of the fucking genetic mistakes that are twins, yes. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. We're playing the whistle. Mm. It's kind of like a touchy's flag going up. It's kind of like a whistle, right? Flag yeah. The rules state. Yeah. When the flag goes up, the play's dead. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So technically, they did. Yeah. But was I see it, what you're saying. It wasn't an actual physical whistle making mm. a whistling sound, but yeah, same diff, really. Uh, fantasy underscore NRL CEO. Unpopular Raiders opinion from a Raiders fan. One of the first things you're taught as a junior is to play the whistle. Call it a dodgy call all your life, but playing the whistle is a basic task they haven't learnt all year. Mm. Look, literally they didn't play the whistle, but actually, you know, in terms of the the yeah. effectiveness, you know, the yeah. effect on a game, the touch he putting his flag up should... Stop things. It yeah, that's yeah. it. The Brisbane Broncos, 50, defeated the Penrith Panthers, 18 at Suncorp Stadium. Fucking pretty uh, pretty bad crowd for you know, by Broncos Friday night stand. There's just over 26,000 there. The 50 came from uh, tries to Tavita Pangai Jr. double. Uh, Roberts, Oates, Darius Boyd, Nikarima with the double, and Matthew Lodge, the final coffin nail. Isako, six of six conversions. Kahu got a couple, and Isako with a penalty goal. The Panthers... 18 tries to Wanga Blake, Josh Mansour, and Peachy. Uh, three of three conversions to Nathan Cleary. This one fucking escalated quickly. Yes. Very quick. Like it was, it was, they were beat, they were flogging the clock. This game happened. Tweets. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, do you buy, do you place much? significance on no, it or is it a, no, uh, it's not yeah. a good thing to get smashed like that but no it's fucking um, not 
it's unenjoyable as a fan. I'm sure the players, um, you know, didn't really rate it that much either. Um, do you think it was kind of like I hate? I would hate to turn you into a, a certain, a little bald man. Um, but do you do you feel it was maybe the loss that you had to have? <laughs> Um, I'm I'm not sure. Because you haven't been great. You haven't been great for like probably a month now. No, since we beat the Warriors. You had that one game where you smashed the, yeah, with the, the, with the if young If you look retrospectively over Penrith's season, yep. there haven't been that many great games. Yeah. You know, there was a great game against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. There was a great game against the Dragons. Yep. There was a great game against the Warriors. The great the, the great game was a great game. The, the, the game against the, the, the Cowboys looks less great in retrospect because the Cowboys weren't the second last team on the ladder that we still thought that maybe they were going to pull it, you know, pull themselves well, out of it. Sort of you know what I mean? At that, at that stage, they were on a high well, and they were coming in. Yeah. And that was when we lost Cleary. So yep. we went up there yep. ridiculously under strength. Yep. Um, unfortunately, it still seems that, that Penrith's problem is in controlling games. Yep. They've got all the fucking talent in the world. The thing with this game, though, was they had no chance... They didn't, and this is where... ...to control it. I mean, they were down, what, 18 blot in probably little over 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, it was fucking instantaneous. Exactly. Yeah. And I was talking... It's funny, I was talking to Wars um, at halftime. You, you look at some of those tries, and their tries, just in in first view... You'd be happy if your team had, you know, one of those a season. Yeah. Like, how many chip over the top tries do you see? Yep. Yep. These that you just don't. Yep. However, that was some very very good strategy by Wayne. You got to give the man his credit when it's yep. due. You know, Anthony Griffin and knew that he was playing. You know, like a, well, a fullback that wasn't this is the actually thing. fullback. You, you get nervous and you're expecting mistakes if you have. Somebody who's played a shit ton of NRL games Mm -hmm. and they're filling in at fullback. Yep. You also are nervous if you have somebody who has played a shitload of fullback and it's their first NRL game. Yep. You know, fucking Anthony Griffin decided to play, you know, Jerome Loy, who hasn't played a lot of fullback Mm -hmm. in his career. He has um, a little bit there in But none of the level that's... But it's it's his, what, third or fourth NRL First grade game. To throw him in to a Suncorp game where Brisbane do grow an extra leg. Yep. You know, you've got 26,000 screaming fans. Mm-hmm. It's the first game back from origin for the boys. Yep. So you're going to be lacking a little bit of cohesion anyway. Yep. You know, now I understand we couldn't have had, um, you know, different kids here because they're not in our top 30, but it it was just taken advantage of. The, the tries showed a lack of urgency from from Crichton. Yep. Mansour's first game back from injury. Yeah. You know? From, and so, like significant. From a fucking face peel off. You know? It's not every day. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but it's not every day that you get your face swapped with a master criminal. <laughs> My fucker's been eating peaches for hours for the last six weeks. Um... Yeah, and here's the thing. Okay, well, we've got a fucking rookie fullback in there. Yep. Oh, that's okay. Yep. Uh, if, if there's any support needed, we'll have our two blindingly fast wingers able to cover for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, anyway. Um, I'm not sure even uh, that Christian Crichton's uh, mother 
would uh, would compliment him with that. Those yeah, no. superlatives. Um, the the thing is that they're, they're not for the doggies though. They're not thinking about and and what I long to see, what I long to see in Penrith, is to for them to look at sets of twelve instead mm-hmm. of sets of six, because that seems to be where they are at the moment. They will throw a set of six up. Yep. And then just wait for what comes back at them. Yep. You know Nathan Cleary, he is very, very, very good at those big, gigantic, you know, spiralling sphincter-clenching bombs. Mm-hmm. They're a very low payoff kick. When they, when they go wrong and the fullback drops them or doesn't get under them and this, yeah, look great, he's a yeah. genius and they're yep. fantastic. But there were two of them in a row, you know, yep. ended two of our sets in a row with ones that basically went vertical. Yeah. You know? Now... What's what's the better odds if you're coaching a team? Do you take the oh, you know the the percentage that the fullback's going to drop it or the wing is going to drop it and you get the ball back, or do you take putting it in the corner? Well, this is the thing, and and, and it depends on who you're playing. But when you're in that situation, you're playing the Broncos. Like Asako doesn't make many mistakes. Darius Boyd's like, experience as fuck doesn't make many mistakes. Like under high ball mistakes. Yeah. Like it's. There's no one really in the back three of the Broncos that you're going to say, I'm going to pick that guy out because he's got, you know, like he's got, it's not like they have Manu Vatavai there or something like that, who you know that like every other time you might get a drop out of him. And that's the thing though, for every potential advantage that they drop the ball, (coughs) there's also that disadvantage because these days if anyone goes in and challenges in the air Mm. and it's not close enough to the try line, it's automatic tackled in the air. Yep. Yep. So there's a penalty you give away. Yep. Um, I saw Cooper Cronk talking about it, and he couldn't fucking believe what goes on. Yeah. And if he can, like, he's a current player. Yep. And he's a he's a half, but he just, he put it so eloquently. He goes, if you put a ball in and it ends up, you know, 10 metres out and five metres from the sideline, there is only one direction that their runners can go. Yeah. There is one direction. Yeah. So you stack your defence there. Yeah, yeah. And you're starting your set off. On the front foot and yeah, exactly. down, yeah. You know, these massive bombs that come down in the middle of the field, you, you, your defence is worried about the same amount of runners as they are in normal midfield play. You know, it, there's just yeah. no ability to dictate terms and build any sort of pressure or momentum. Yep. Um, the, there was also just some horrid fucking, like that Corey Oates try. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and the Pangai one. Yeah, what was that one? The third one where they just yeah, they just let him. They just let him. Yeah, that was one. Let him just put him down. Yeah. It was Corey Oates one. Fucking no no one touched him. Yeah, Corey Oates looked around. He was listening for a whistle. Yeah, I can't like, fucking believe it. Was, yeah. it was, yeah. he, he was like, oh fuck, did something stop and no one told me? There must have been an obstruction. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to talk about the boys' effort because they were out there and they tried fucking hard and there was a, a mini comeback. Yep. Um. Uh, the. The fact is, though, they got out enthused mm-hmm. and they didn't knuckle down. You could get a workout. The first try was the little chip and the this, and it was against the plane. Penrith were muscling up in defense there. Yeah. But that broke them. And for them to be broken that easily, psychologically, that early. Yeah, but also to find yourself, to, to, to find the game gone, uh, you know, 18 zip, you know, about, <coughs> you know, 12 minutes in or whatever. It's See, like. This is the thing, though. They, they shouldn't have I considered that, the game gone at 18 yeah. zip. But it just, it just it felt like it it felt like it was live for all intents yeah for all intents yeah. and purposes it felt like it yeah. was live yeah. the the line speed was was poor um yep. the one on one stuff was was poor yep. poor Jerome Louis 
Yeah. Like the, the kid was lost. Yeah. And it wasn't because he, he didn't know. He, he didn't have any support. Yeah. You know? Um, last point, Anthony Milford, you absolute fucking cheap cunt cat. <sighs> you absolute <laughs> fucking degenerate piece of shit. <laughs> Who fucking grabs a hold of somebody's hair and pulls them down with it? Little bitches, that's it. Fucking little bitches. Fucking and you high, know what? high school girls. I would fucking most definitely say that to your face. If you could fucking bend down low enough to get in front of it. Yeah. And you got fucking Maguire standing behind there on Worldstar. <laughs> fucking hell, Milford. You know what? Cunts who so casually just, or, or are not fucking protective enough of who their fucking nose beer dealers are. Yeah. Like, really? Fucking, you know, check your social standings, you cockhead. You absolute <laughs> fucking cat. <laughs> and I think he got he got one of those 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 fines that you get when they're saying it's like it's not a yeah. it's not something we're going to suspend you over or anything. But it's, it is, yeah, it is no, a, that's it, fine. It, it, is, it, is, yeah, yeah, it is, is a kind of a thing to do. So it is must, an absolute yeah. kind of a thing to do. Yeah. And the way that he apologised for it or didn't apologise for yeah. it, like he's confronted about it, yeah. and he's just like, oh, one of those things that happened in the game, just shows that as a person. I fucking question his character. Yeah. I question his fucking morality. Yeah. And I reckon that, you know, if, if you look fucking long or hard enough into that cunt, in his future, you know, there's uh, he, he's fucking lucky that minority report's not a thing. You gotta ask yourself, what would, what would Halo do? <laughs> Probably not that. <laughs> yes. Because he's not a cunt, he just breeds him. <laughs> <laughs> Barge Ass 86, classic Griffin Ball. Crichton is the worst AIDS-ridden urban samurai of all time. How he is playing a peachy is left on the benches beyond me. Yeah. Ben Dunn, 43. Oh, he was a good, he's a good pick-up for the doggies, though, next year. Oh, yeah. That'll, that'll, that'll help me out now. The, no, the, the, uh, the chap will have, uh, he'll have, he'll have Carrot and, <laughs> and Christian. <laughs> ben Dunn, 43. Uh, I guess Tigers aren't the only big cats that decline. Wow. I'd almost fucking give you credit for saying something, you know, readable, but, you know, I, I know your limitations, so I'm only assuming that somebody else wrote that for you. Life is a thigh day. A massive cold wave has swept over Penrith as their scrap fires are being rapidly extinguished by the tears of their locals. That's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Shana 86. Why don't we ditch Christian Crichton at time zone? <laughs> <laughs> Cobra yeah. burgers. Oh, that, that was the other thing that's come yeah. out about it too. Apparently, they were up for you know five days at twenty thousand dollars a day, staying on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Oh, look, you know, hope they enjoy themselves. Then what was that? What was that fucking place? What's that, what's that place down the Goldies? Is it still open there? Was it Grundy's? <laughs> what did they ditch him at Grundy's? <laughs> Grundy's? That's that, 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 that had like. It wasn't like a theme park, but it was like in, it was in near Cavill, and it was like a there was like pennies oh, there and stuff like that. And oh, dark. I think that's the time zone. Oh, is it? Is I, that, thought is talking, time? I thought you were talking about Melbus. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, mate. Wholesome Nathan Cleary doesn't go to doesn't go to places such as Melbus and, and shooters and whatnot. <laughs> he's a Grundy. He's Grundy's and Ripley's, believe it or not. <laughs> yes, Cobra Burgers. I still don't see what the Nathan Cleary hype is all about. Look, to be fair, 
he's a like yeah, he, yeah. Some of those, you know, the spectacular fucking show and goes and all that sort of thing. Mm. Last year was great, and this year has been pretty much completely absent of that sort of spectacular thing. Yeah. But I don't know, but he, but also he hasn't been bad. He's just he's just uh, maybe it's a second year thing, but he's kind of just regressed to being a week in week out solid kind of player. I mean, he hasn't been yeah. fucked or anything. You know, he hasn't been no, terrible, no. but he's just yeah. yeah you, again, take into account that. He, he's had the team not taken away from him, but at the beginning yeah. of the year, he, he was running stuff. And yeah. 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 when he was injured, Maloney stepped up mm-hmm. and he's done that. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I had to pick between him and Ash Taylor in my team, I still know which one I'd pick. Fuck. I mean, like 10 out of 10, 100 out of 100 people yeah. would do that. You know? I mean, Titan fans, and, <laughs> Titans fans would do that. And again, you got to remember, when you're a half, rugby league's all about making decisions and it's making decisions under fatigue. Yep. So when you get the ball, okay. Where are my chases? What's the score? What's the time left? What position are we in? How far up the field are we? Who's at fullback? Where are they? What are the wingers doing? Who's coming at this, me? Yeah, oh, it's, it's it's not just fatigue. It's under it's uh it's under time constraints and pressure. Exactly, and physical so, pressure. Yeah, and and you got to make all of those decisions. You look in the time that the dummy half passes the ball. To the half. You've decided what's happening. You're making all those decisions, yeah. and then you have to execute on top of that. Yeah. You know, we, we give a lot of shit to a lot of teams and a lot of players. That's the reality of what they're fucking doing out there, yeah. and it's fucking hard. Yeah. Uh, Cruzy06, tonight was one of those nights where you just give your stepdad a bit of a touch-up just to let him know you're cool with him being around, but I'll still flog fuck out of you if need be. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got hashtag living to Vita Loca. I like that. I actually think it's pretty good too. It's not bad for Cruzy, really, because Cruzy is like this purveyor of like Filipino dad jokes. So I mean, it's every every yeah. now and then he strikes gold. Well, do you know what? Fucking Cruzy, get onto your club and get him to start doing that, right? Get him to do something clever like that because at the moment, whenever there's a try scored, they all do the fucking Kaiser Bennett impersonation. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and, and the club has the propensity, it has the ability to learn. I mean, you don't see those fucking stupid rally towel fucking <laughs> DIY instructional videos with Sam Thiday <laughs> flapping it like a fucking mongoloid. <laughs> Do you not remember what they were handing out at the semi-final last year? Yeah, they were your ones, weren't they? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they used them to they used them to fucking to to, to um, stuff the corpse of fucking <laughs> old mate when he got when he got when he got poleaxed. Yes. Um the Knights 30 defeat the Titans 24 in Newcastle, just over 14,000 in attendance. The Knights had a double to Barnett. Uh, Meany Fitzgibbon, Kenny Dow also a try. CO4 of five conversions and a penalty goal. The Titans 24 came from a double to Don. Um, Fotuaika and Sammy with tries. Gordon, three or four conversions and a penalty goal. The Titans looked uh, certainly a lot crisper. They looked, they, looked, they looked great until um, until Barnett injected himself and pretty much picked <laughs> fucking Newcastle up and, you know, in the tradition of, you know, yes. Andrew Johns and <laughs> the Chief and, and and guys like that. Follow me, cunts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, follow me. And he, and he scored some... I mean, the thing is, his, his tries were so obviously about to fucking happen and there's just nothing... Yeah. There was just nothing that they could do. I mean, that guy 10 metres out... In any situation. The, the thing is, though, you know, yeah, okay, and anyone who, who's going to be that influential, it's fair enough. You look at this game, it was 24-16. Yeah. 
with 20 to go, yep. right? With 20 minutes to go. Yeah. And if you didn't watch the game, you'd, you'd be forgiven for thinking, fuck, there must have been like a, a buzzer beater or a, a last minute or a 10 yeah, seconds. No, well, to go. I mean, you know, you, you, want, you rewind, rewind a minute and it's 24 10. True. Um, but it, it was then 24 30 with eight minutes to yeah. go. Yeah, so it, and it was actually at that time that the Titans resumed playing in the second half too. That's exactly. when that's when they started getting field position and looking dangerous. So, and, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'd say Fitzgibbon though. Yeah, he I, he reminds me of a young Isaiah. Yo. <laughs> so what you're saying he's like he's whatever the stage before underrated is. Well, the, no, I would say now. <laughs> He's like, there's underrated, he's and then almost, there's his under-underrated. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's almost as underrated as a... Yeah. And his only crime is playing next to Kalen Ponga. Yeah, and obviously... I'm surprised yeah. Ponga didn't get credited with try assists when he went over in this game. Well, maybe Ponga, Ponga should have... Yeah, maybe he's got credit for the, the way that his game has developed. Well, no, Ponga makes... Yeah, Ponga throws a pass. Yeah. yeah. Fitzgibbon carries three cunts across the line and scores. <laughs> and it's beautiful hands by Ponga. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. So, um, yes. No, I love watching him play. He was good. Good yeah. win by the Nuts. And, uh, and, and yeah, the, as as befits this game, um, I don't didn't see any tweets on there either, so fuck that. Um, the Tigers <laughs> 20. <laughs> the good, good comeback, Newcastle, and what a bottle job from the Titans. I mean, that's it. Bit of belief by Newcastle. Well, yeah. I mean, and they haven't really shown, they haven't displayed that ever since Pierce went down hmm. earlier in the season. That's but, it. uh, but it's just it's just great that they you know they they kept they kept it rolling and they and they they made actually made shit happen and just through the just through digging in yes and just taking care of fast play the balls and all yes. that sort of stuff and just the basic things they just they just overwhelmed the Titans and then by the time the Titans just, you know, actually started playing again mm. you know one hundred percent the Tigers twenty two to feed the Rabbitohs six. ANZ Stadium, just under 26,000 in attendance. And the Tigers 22 came from tries to Masters, Nofaluma Mbai and Corey Thompson from the intercept. Uh, Masters 3 or 4 conversions. The Rabbitohs 6 came from a try to Cody Walker and a conversion to Adam Reynolds. Wow. Time machine, West Tigers. This was back to the first four weeks. Um, and all the, and you could counter that and say, well, I mean, in the first four weeks they didn't score twenty two points, but okay, yeah. they got an intercept, and okay, so uh, yeah. yeah, their attack is, uh, well, you know, it's it's certainly it's certainly working better, but I mean, the def- the most important thing for them, pleasingly, is that that defense is back and the the, yeah. the scrambles back because it's not. We were talking before the show about this. It's not like you you wouldn't say their defense is like this this quality defensive unit thing where it's, you know, you see what's, it's basically like these motherfuckers that just scramble like shit. Yeah. If something happens, they just, they, they will find a way to shut it down. And if, it looks, it's, sometimes you just, you can't believe it's happened and you know, what the fuck are they doing? If, but if it you works. say, if you say that somebody like the Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the, the Roman legions in their phalanxes. Yeah. Then, then the West Tigers on the weekend were like the Germanic hordes, just <laughs> yeah. just like a a bunch of fucking dirty, probably inbred, but you're not too sure, um, things that can't read, <laughs> just screaming and running and just cunts are <laughs> dropping everywhere. So, um, but getting it done, getting uh, it done, yeah, and that's it. You know, you the thing with the Tigers, I, I think as well, when when they're on, 
they're all on. Yes. And it's back to that, you know, at the beginning of the year, everyone was just doing their job, right? So the, the defense was, was scratchy and scrambly, it was effective. Yep. But then you had guys like uh, like pa- Packer and uh, Matalino, yep. who who aren't renowned as game breakers or, you know, I think they're solid first graders, but they were getting in yep. and really taking on packs they had no right to dominate. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, when you say that everyone does their job right, you look at ET's tackle on on one of the Burgeises, the one they keep yep. replaying. It's when him yep. and Madalena went in there, yep. and it was just fucking textbook. You know, they all did their job. South, on the other hand, they they started the year slowly, and they were okay. Well, everyone was you know new, co- South new coach, to, yeah, to new system, new man. It took exactly. them about three or four weeks before they started getting it together. Yeah, they they had their uptick, and it was all based on the back of movement. Speed and energy, yeah. And on the weekend, they you know, they were shell shocked a little bit, but they they were doing that old Souths thing of every play was flat footed, yeah. You know? And also, you notice the bird drive; they fell, they fell into that you know fighting for every extra meter and not yes. you know, not getting quick play of the balls. And I mean, that, a lot it. of a lot of that comes down to the Tigers as well, you know, controlling and, the ruck and you know, dare I say, slowing the ruck down 100%. significantly. And, and yeah, and yeah. also feel the Tiger. I feel like Pan- Panthers are a little bit as well, but not as much as the Tigers, but. I feel they get far more credit for their line speed than is actually true. And it, generally their line is super fast because it's often one to two metres in Offside. front of the referee. Yeah. Because there are, there's just some... Phys- I mean, these guys are not all Usain Bolt. No. They can't, they can't all cover 10 metres in the time it takes the ball to roll back to the hooker. <laughs> um, yeah, and 100%. But the, you know, even when... The, the Burge I'd get in and bumble forward when there yeah. were those offloads. Yep. South's recently, the, the second phase has been instant movement. Yes. That's when you get those big sweeping plays out to the left. Yep. And you've got you know, three guys out there who were just blindingly fast. Mm-hmm. This time it was, well, okay, the offload had come and then the whoever had received the ball, their first instinct was pass. Yep. And they're passing to a flat-footed fucking, you know, second row up on the out. So... Yep. Um, it's not dire science for South at all. Uh, but. Uh, no, and I mean, like, uh, yeah, with, you know, with all, you know, all, all, uh, all credit to, to Glenn, I mean, this may have been the loss that they had to have because, I mean, they had a, they were aiming for, what, 10 in a row or something? Yep. And, you know, it's not that long until the final, you know, it's only a month and a bit till the, the, the final start to, mm. to, you know, get into that kind yep. of mode. So, you know, c- couldn't be the worst thing to expose some yep. things that maybe need fixing or, you know, more, you know, refocus of attention on in training. And- yes, and I expect to see them bounce back, you know, fairly well. Um, just the, I'm hoping this is a fucking troll, but have you seen who uh, South's latest corporate partner is? No, I have not. Who? Colgate. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they are doing a promotion with Colgate, and the, okay. the, the end result is very good. They're getting toothbrushes and stuff to yeah, yeah. young kids and underprivileged families. And Which is like, great. That shit's good. I just think that Colgate would probably have picked a, a, a team with, uh, I don't know what the word I'm trying to find is, a more toothsome fan base well, and less English players in the, the side. The, life, life isn't always good choices. You know, there's the World Health Organization. There's a person that has to make the decision. Does this money go to, you know, stopping AIDS for these babies or, you know, stopping these kids dying of fucking Zika? Yeah. By the way, both of those things are proof that there is no God and prayer circles are fucking stupid. But, <laughs> you know, the, 
if you were to give out toothpaste, yeah. don't you want your donated toothpaste to tooth to tooth ratio to be very high? <laughs> <laughs> or do they see it as an opportunity to have one hundred percent tooth completion achieved much easier? <laughs> I mean, if you're only cleaning half a dozen, you know, like, <laughs> does that mean, yeah. When it's all said, I don't and, know. When it's all said and done, um, you know, the biggest waste is that they haven't had their marketing campaign as, for healthy mouths, go to Souths. <laughs> go to Souths. Because <laughs> <laughs> no cunt is making a... <laughs> Well then, you know, you look at it from the other, you know, the other perspective. You go, okay, um, yeah, you know, where there's where there's, where there's a need. Sure, I mean, you're not you're not going to go to like, you know, like a, a manly or you know, like a, or even like where presumably there's a, a higher the, the higher incomes and higher standards of dental care being applied, and all the kids have got you know capped and perfect teeth because they had braces put on from the time you know like all through mm-hmm. you know all that sort of thing. So. There's probably no need to, you know, for for um, uh, yeah, toothbrush and toothpaste level dental work to be done there. But However, see, here's the triage philosophy. Sometimes, okay. you know, there there are people. You're two people. One of them gets a priest. One gets a doctor. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so look, I'm you know, I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm not running the charity or whatever. I don't need to make these decisions on that day to day basis. But we surely white lady. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Stuart Marler. Why doesn't Sam Burgess just fill out a leave form like the rest of us when he wants some time off? <laughs> Look, that thing, I actually think that that tackle on Robbie Farrell, well, there, there wasn't a lot wrong with that. I no. thought that was fine. I mean, Rob, Robbie, he sort of, he, you know, he won an Oscar for, you know, playing, playing dead and everything like that. And Sam, and yeah, Sam, you, you know, when you get someone, I mean, there's, there's two types of, there's two types of performance. So there's the performance where, you know you've just coat hanging to do and you're trying to fucking get away with it. Yeah. And then there's a performance of like the indignant one of like, fuck you, I did not I did not do that. Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. Get up you in early early eighty call you said, you know, you said get up your weak cunt or something like that. I think the far more suspendable play in that passage was whoever fucking passed at the far in the first place. <laughs> I mean <laughs> uh, it wasn't Benji. I know it wasn't Benji that did it, so I mean it wasn't like the two dressing room thing. <laughs> Well, look, this. I, I wish I could remember be. who passed it, but my, oh man, I tell you what, he needs to get a separate dressing room because that's some yeah. cold blooded shit. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I, I just don't like that about Robbie Farrer. It just the, yeah. to me that reeks of, you know, haha, you hit me and I'm I'm staying down, and haha, this is all I got one over you. Yeah, it's just too yeah. much all about Robbie and I. And yeah. Anyway. Yeah. To be fair, the West Tigers uptick has really, really coincided with the arrival of our Farrah to, to West Tigers up. are fantastic. All, all the, look, they are. They are a decent hooker and a couple of decent wingers away from being a force. Look, I think. I think at the end of the day, I think their their, their hooker is decent enough to be per- to be you know to be perfectly honest. I know. I was just making jokes. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Trying to fuck. I know. Trying to fuck. I hate him. I know. Trying to fuck him. And he's fucked us out of state of origin that many fucking yeah. times. Yeah. Something you know, we, you know, with the, with state of origin champions now. You got you know, forgive and forget. Yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> I tell you, I said it on Twitter, but I'll say it on, I'll say it on the show as well. I mean, the West Tigers are going to be the most informed ninth place side of all fucking time. <laughs> I'm not even the modern era. Like, well, because like, let's face it, I mean, we had like the the season coming back after Super League mm-hmm. when I think it was ten team finals. Yeah. They're going to be more informed than any fucking of the teams then either. <laughs> <laughs> 
Queenslander 22 that I'm, I'm a diehard Broncos fan and I would never buy a Robbie Farrah schnitzel, but the rugby league romantic in me would love to see a Marshall and Farrah West Tigers win another premiership. That, that's an okay way to be. It is an okay way. I don't know about another premiership, though. I mean, I don't, I don't need to see it go that far. Okay, do you, finals, maybe like finals, finals, and then pull off some kind of bullshit first round of the finals thing. Yeah. Over the Broncos, maybe. No, you wouldn't wish that on the man. Well, you, you'd, want to, you'd want to smash the Broncos, right? That's what yeah, I'm but he's a Broncos fan. Well, he's, oh yeah, he couldn't wish that. Well, yeah. I mean, how romantic are you? If you're a rugby league romantic, <laughs> define how much at the expense of your side in the grand final, bro. <laughs> There's romantic, and then there's fucking nut clamps. <laughs> Robbie 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 Farrer puts a you know Robbie Farrer puts through a kick at the end of the game in you know at the end of the first set in Golden Point extra time, and it gets fumbled by Milford <laughs> <laughs> or Nicarima. <gasps> oh. I mean, is that is are you that romantic? <laughs> no, you know, look, you know, some people have missionary, and, and some other people like having their ball sack stomped on with stilettos. It's both sex. Yeah, or something. <laughs> the point is, it's all about the way you define things, right? <laughs> Twill magician, uh, you know, you know when you play your little brother at Tekken, and even though you're a much better player, but the cunt would pick Eddie Gordo and button mash and kick your ass. That's the West Tigers' defence. Wins a win, though. Well done, Big T. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't relate to that because uh, I wasn't a Tekken player; I was a Street Fighter player, where skill always won over button mashing. But uh, you do, you magician. Rusty hard up. Flights were cancelled last night and flew red eye this morning to Sydney. Our lift from the train station smelled like stray dogs. Tigers win their way to ninth. What a great weekend. <laughs> worth it. Alpha Ben RL. At least Robbie got properly knocked out after pretending to be down after Big Sam's tackle. Well done, Tigers. You fucked my tipping, but you're on fire. Yeah. Hashtag seeing schnitzels. And uh, the uh, twill grump. Apparently, they're all going to be okay next week. Well, that makes a mockery of the protocol, doesn't it? I guess if there's a bar to be to be leapt and that allows you to back in, then... You know. oh, yeah, you, you wouldn't say that they're dodging the, the protocol, but... Oh, you know, I am saying exactly that, actually. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> the Twill Gronk said, uh, South should change their team song to Glory, Glory Hole. As last <laughs> night, they were fucked by a bunch of guys I've never heard of. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm not going to read your hashtag. You're taking it too far. Your tweet was too. Your tweet was so good, and then you just had to go too far in the hashtags, mate. The uh, Dragons 24 defeat the Cowboys 10 up at 1300 Teeth Stadium. Crowd tick over 18,000. Great fucking crowd. Uh, the Dragons 24 tries to Nightingale, Dufty, Tarek, Sims, Pereira. Uh, we did four or four conversions. The uh, Cowboys 10 tries to Gavin Cooper. One try and uh, Thurston with a conversion and two of three penalty goals. I um I really struggled to to reconcile in my head how Tarek Sims could get out and have such a a good game here. Yeah. Uh and then forget what sport he was playing entirely during State of Origin game three and Look, that's Sims DNA coursing powerfully through his trying to body rock mode. over all you know. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know if it's just that he wasn't up to the opposition in in origin and so I had to resort to bullshit to... I reckon he was just fucking jacked. You know, like it was the moment, you know, like the moment got to him. 
Yeah, okay, fair call. Um, but because I don't, I mean, you know, my memory is not what it used to be. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I don't remember Luke O'Donnell trying to fucking kill people non-stop <laughs> from rounds one through 26 of the NRL season. However, oh. <laughs> maybe not non-stop. Like, like straight up nutting people. Like, I mean, like, I'm, 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 I guarantee he's had examples of, yes. of, of, you know, rough, like, you know, Morley-esque or, you know, like Burgess-esque yeah. kind of play in his week to week. But I, you know, you get people on that big stage like that and they feel like they've got a fucking hyper, you know, like. Yeah, fair point. Fair point, but um, but I know what you mean. He did some fucking dare I say sweep costing shit. Yes, um, you know as much as Vaughan and DeBellin get a lot of the credit for this Dragons resurgence, uh, the Sims I I think stood out in this game. Um, the the Dragons are starting to get back into that role. They they had a bit of a shake. They lost a few players over Origin. That's fair enough. But you know if if they can get back into that, well. Our forwards are just going to be absolute workmanlike. Yep. Then they've got enough individual brilliance. Like Duff, Dufty's just one of, one of those players that would give you fucking nightmares from almost anywhere on the field. The anywhere with like some open field or like yeah. you know a broken line or yeah. you know that kind of which is you know, like that try that he scored exactly. in this game. It, it it'd be almost like trying to get a you know, um, a person on the ground with a machine gun to shoot one of those fucking drones that can just go in any direction, <laughs> any time it wants. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's, yeah. it's just impossible. But um, uh, Widdop and Hunt, I, again, it's similar to Penrith. I, they're much better at it at the moment than Penrith are. Yeah. But if they can just get to between them how to really put teams exactly where they want them at the end of their sets, to think about things as you know, set of twelve, not a set of six, and and just well, okay, we're not always going to go for the glory play. Yep. But we're going to make sure, and the pack of forwards. If you say to them, "Here's the thing," you know, we're going to call a fucking number. Who knows what they were a word or a fucking play, whatever they fucking do, you know. And that means get behind the kicker and then chase like fuck. Mm-hmm they'll do it they're, they're the sort of forward pack that will do a job together yeah um, and, and if they can get that right and then St George are going to roll through this final series uh, I don't think without too much opposition and the thing is with the scoreline I mean, the scoreline definitely flattered the Dragons but it also at the same time spoke to you know how well they played because I mean, they've had some tough they've had, they've had some tough rounds mm. lately yep and I mean, the Cowboys actually played pretty well. And I mean, there was a lot of, especially towards the end, I mean, there was a lot of line breaks and shit mm-hmm. that the Cowboys, you know, almost, you know, by just, you know, chance or just, you know, great last ditch defense, they could have got themselves back into it. I mean, yeah. And, and, and just there was some straight up fucking bombed <laughs> opportunities the, yeah. as well. It, uh, yeah. That, that's where the Cowboys are, though. Yeah. You, know, you can see it in them. Yep. And the Lux has not fallen their, their way. Mm. Hammers said, if JT ends up winning, in quotes, the spoon, is it is his legacy, whatever that is, tarnished and he can't be considered one of the greats? Question mark. Look, I mean, I'm sure he got spoons back in the day when he first sh- shipped up there, right? Had to have shipped up to the Cowboys. Did he? Had to have. They were fucked for ages, weren't they? They were fucked. I thought they were ever spooners. I just, I just, in my memory, they were always fucking spooners. 
I mean, yeah. he can go back. He can go in moment, yeah. It was it was Jonathan Thurston and Matty Bowen, and then yeah. other players around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who weren't great. Yeah. But, um, Look, I don't know because the, the the reason why I'm not sure that it would tarnish any legacy or whatever he has. Because at the end of the day, I mean, that dude's won fucking countless Test matches, Origins. He's he's won his competition and he's you know won his pseudo one back in 2004. You know yep. when he gave his ring over to Steve Price. It's a, f- a fucking career that almost everybody would be you know every player would be envious of. Correct. There you go. That's right. They would have got it if not for the storm getting done. Oh, so 2010, right. So, he's just got a wooden spoon asterisk. Okay. Okay. So, at the end of the day, it's a it's a sport where you've got 17 players. Mm-hmm. Or so, 13. three wooden spoons. 95. Okay. Oh, fucking hell. I just clicked on wooden spoon in Wikipedia, and it took me to the page on what a wooden spoon is. <laughs> Sometimes um, there's things that just... <laughs> internet, you go too far. Fucking really Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Fucking Why there no option for wood oh. or spoon? <laughs> is there? There fucking would be. Why is it? Why do they assume that I can know what a spoon is and know what wood is, but not know what a wooden spoon is? <laughs> um, so the clubs won. This is why three. the computer will never take over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got the spoon in '95. They got the Super League spoon in '97, and in 2000. Who was Thurston in 2000? No. He was still, you know, Thurston didn't leave the dogs until after 2004. 2004. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, so he hasn't. Okay, well, there you go. So this will be, well, you know, then you got the asterisk one in in, in 2010, where, you know, where they, as far as like the least wins in the year, they won that. Yes. But they didn't actually get the spoon, thanks to uh, Melbourne being the cheating purple cunts that we all know and love. Um, I don't think it tarnishes anything at the end of the day. I mean, there's 13 players on the field at any given time. Yeah. And 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 and, as, and you can't deny that even through their bad non-premiership winning years, I mean, he still dragged those 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 shit guns yeah. back in the day from a from a sixteenth place side to maybe thirteenth or tenth yep. or something like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, look, I don't think I don't think it does. And, and the but way it's a pretty sour out, way to go out, though. It is, but the way he's gone out, also you remember, yeah, you know, all of last year was injured. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then. Came back in. The worst. The worst people can say is maybe he went a year too long. Yeah. And I think that tarnishes the legacy. Yep. I think that confirms the legacy. In that he was so great. The yeah. the last year was disappointing. Well, and this is the thing. This and the and and last year, not his last year, but last year as well. You remember he he put himself out, but in the process of putting himself out for the rest of the season, he ensured that Queensland didn't lose Origin. That year as well, yeah. because he was the one that fucking was responsible, single-handedly responsible for them winning game two that Correct. year, when New South Wales kind of had it won at half time, yeah. right? Yeah. So, look, I don't know about you, but personally, my thing is club, state. Yeah. Look, so, I've, I've 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 said it to people a thousand times, and I've probably said it on this show twelve times over the years. Mm-hmm. But if fucking Genie come down to me and said, "Look, New South Wales will never win another Origin series," mm-hmm. but in return. I'll give you a premiership every every fucking decade or every four years or something like that. Hundred percent. Oh, sign me up. Fucking yep. make it eight years. I don't care. Yep, that's it. Fucking premiership. Every, you've, you've exactly done. Yeah, done. Spot on. Because I mean, you look at you know, like you look at like Parramatta fucking fans. Yeah. And like Canberra fans, and like exactly. You know, like, that's a long ass fucking time between yeah. drinks. <laughs> like, fuck. And I'd say most Queensland fans would be exactly the same. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly the same. 
When yeah, the difference, the difference is, though, if, if I made that, but if somehow I unilaterally made this bargain with the genie and, like, consigned New South Wales fans to fucking eternal every year origin losses. Yeah. If I happened to be a Queensland fan and took that bargain, origin would be dead in three years. Oh, okay. When, when did Queensland's, you know, dominance begin? Oh, 2000, oh, yeah, what, 2006 or something like that. Or when did the Broncos win their last premiership? Yeah. Okay. So, they're on, this whole Queensland origin love thing is only because the Broncos are shit. Oh, okay. You're saying they got no better options, so they did, so they, they they cheer hard for three games a year because they got nothing to cheer for. Yeah, they? you yeah. Well, you know you would take what you can get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So hmm. interesting. Fair with the fans. Um, but we agreed that it doesn't actually tarnish his legacy if the Cowboys to get the spoon. Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo. This game is proof that the refs can be against you, but you can still win the game. Raiders take note. Oh fuck! Come on, this this is the kind, this is the sort of shit that makes people not like Dragons fans. That and the GST sign, and their old mate fucking skull. AKA fucking <laughs> yeah. AKA Red Skull. Fucking. The copies of Mind Camp in the, the clubhouse. <laughs> you know. Jim oh, Cat too. What a Saturday! South get smashed. Farrah gets smashed twice, and the Dragons win. What a time to be alive. You got some strange criteria for shooting fraud, schneiding fraud. He's got a, he's got some strange criteria for a life well lived. <laughs> <laughs> Underscore JDHD. Now that is what I call a great St George team. <laughs> Fucking delete your Twitter account, cunt. Oh god. Melbourne Storm twelve to feed the Warriors six over in New Zealand. Crowd of just over seventeen and a half thousand. The Storms twelve tries to Will Chambers and Vuni Valu with one as well. Smith two penalty goals after missing his attempts at conversions. Um, the Warriors try to Jared Beale and a conversion to Sean Johnson. This was a fucking punishing game to watch, mm. primarily because of two reasons, and by far the most important reason of the two is because the Warriors played like absolute shit and fucking squandered every opportunity they had yeah. with ball in hand. Yeah. They had some clean line breaks. They had some tries that needed one more pass, and they were, uh, you know, the, so many times. And the second thing is with Melbourne, we're allowed to Melbourne the fuck out of them in terms of ruck control. Yeah. And yes, I mean over. Yes. <laughs> over control the ruck. Yes. And weren't pulled up, pulled up by referees for like, doing so. I like how Kearney... Discuss that at the end. What did he say? I didn't watch. He, the, I didn't watch the press. His press conference. He basically said that you know at the beginning of the week they sent an email out saying they were going to crack down. Yep. On slowing the ruck down. Okay. I, yeah, there was, I, there, I there, was no, there was absolutely no. I don't remember how he phrased that. it, but he, he basically said you know he's pretty sure that they sent the email out to everyone except the referees. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it, a fair, a fair, a fair way to comment on it and. Uh, Keep um, it's keep unfortunate. Where you, keep your cash in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, Ricky, take note. Because in a week when that, well, yeah, look, I mean, yeah, we've had our say about Ricky Stewart over the, over the weeks and years, but I'm not going to begrudge him going fucking cut yeah, sick exactly. after that one. I mean, exactly. you can have that one, man. Yeah. I'm not going to chip in. Not my place. I'm not a Canberra fan. But if I were a Canberra fan, <laughs> I would consider a GoFundMe or something like that because that that is the one where you need the kind of there needs to be an investigation speech. You know, you, you know need what? that's your idea. So we don't need. So there's a website called GoFundMe. Yeah, we need a website called Go Fuck Them. <laughs> and it's that's that's that sounds like <laughs> it'll go fuck yourself. <laughs> and it's basically a page where clubs, clubs fans can donate. 
And then after every game, you know, imagine going to Barrett and going, you got 20K in the kitty. Go nuts. <laughs> That'd be tremendous, actually. <laughs> Go fund go 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 fund my investigation. <laughs> Can you? I, I I think we could probably get some some real money out of uh, out of Ricky Stewart seed seed money to fucking develop this idea. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Je- I mean, yeah, Jeff Tooby, he he's not broke either. And, I mean, we could get him on the board. I mean, like the dudes, are, you know, he's qualified. He's a, he's a county board member. You know, board. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy. 100%. I would love to have him on the advisory board. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even need to get a tech guy. We take it to Shark Tank. This is fun. This is a goal. Fuck yeah. It's just happening. Good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what our business model is yet, apart from just like, you know, obviously obviously we would uh we we, we would uh make make a lot of lols. Can you imagine us getting on one of those T V shows, right? All through and like our business is just I dot C dot C dot We finally get on there. Okay, look we're known as ICC. Because everyone yeah. else is an international cunt circus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does that stand for? Um, it stands for International Cunt Circus, Janine. <laughs> and uh, and we're, we're we're offering we're we're offering thirty five percent for ten million dollars. <laughs> uh, we see it as a better business than your fucking boost juices. Let me tell you, <laughs> milkshakes for fucking cunts. <laughs> Did we talk about this game? All I've forgotten. Nope, Melbourne, Melbourne did, and yeah, yeah, and they were allowed, they were allowed to though. But correct, but but the war the Warriors can't say shit because uh, I've seen some refs. Well, there's there's ref salt tweets. Yep, they can't say anything about it though because their their ball security and execution yeah. squandered every half quarter yep. and full opportunity they ever yep. developed for themselves in the game. Yep. And I'm just fuck that is that is well off it. Yeah, it. The, again, you you look at the the losses. I I think the loss of Green had much more impact. Yeah. Than people had. You know, they, they'd lost Johnson during the year and mm-hmm. still come out with some very impressive wins. Yeah. Um, Mason Lino's a a fantastic young half, and and I don't think he gets a lot of the credit he deserves. You know, he I'd put him ahead of Ash Taylor. You know, in terms of yeah. if you could pick someone for your team. Yeah. You know, because the young halves at the moment, you've got Taylor, you've got Cleary. It's so hard with Ash Taylor, though, isn't it? Because, I mean, clearly, I mean, he's got some fucking greatness. Yeah. But uh, who in, else in, you got, in, though? There's, yeah. there's Taylor, there's Cleary. Young, young, young yeah, guys. like okay. up-and-comers. Fuck. I mean, how, how up-and-comers? I mean, like, so we're, we're taking, like, Brooks has surpassed that level? No, he's that gone. level? Yeah, yep. okay. All right. He's, 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 he's no he's longer been there too a, long. okay. yeah, a potential. Okay. Just trying to work my way through. I mean, you know, guys like, you know, Kieran and stuff like that are too. They're past it as well, yeah. Ah. Uh, Maybe, maybe just Kiri. I don't know. Yeah. Um, know what you're saying, though. You know, but really, the, uh, he, he's not spoken about in those circles. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, he, he's definitely more complimentary to Green, I think, than he is to Johnson. Yeah. In terms of attack. Okay, uh, I am a warrior. Okay, warriors suck balls. I think he's back to warriors suck balls again. No, it's, uh, <laughs> no ref's fault from me, but Cam Smith is a shit referee. <laughs> I'll tell you, the storm would be nothing this year. Without Cam Smith's fucking steady controlling yeah. influence. You want to talk about guys like dragging other guys up. Mm-hmm. Cam Smith, no matter what, is still like is exerting some massive fucking control over that sort yeah. of like, quality control. Uh, D. Matea. Hang on. Is it his wife that's the punish or is that Billy's? 
Look, they had a falling out. It's hard to say which is which. Yeah, no, that's Cameron Smith's wife, Barb yeah, from Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Barb from Logan. Yeah. Battle axe Barb. If someone came to me mm-hmm. and said, look, here's a shit ton of money to do something you love, and if you do it well enough, you get another month of working. At the end, of which you're paid. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, that's another month. Where, no, nah, love, I've got to go to training. <laughs> no, no, we're away this week. No, no, no. That that explains Cameron Smith's entire career. Just getting away yeah, from Barb. Getting away from Barb. <laughs> yep. Di Matteo said, "I am never ever eating satay marinade slash sauce ever again. You useless big, big for nothing. I think it's good for nothing. I suppose dumb footy fuck. And not just because of that last play. Your whole season, I would rather play Ashford. Fuck me. Satay chicken looks like <laughs> diarrhea, and that's how you play. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that satay. Uh, satay is the fucking. He's like the the. He's he's the fucking cuzzy king in hip grave. <laughs> Like, I mean, if you think of it like, you know, his output over the last two to three weeks, I mean, it's like, sin bin, fuck up after, like, <laughs> die with the ball over. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we on the Roosters, 56 to feed the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 24 at uh, Brookie, 9,500, which is a good crowd considering how shit they're going at the moment. Uh, the Roosters had tries to Radley, Mitchell, a couple, Cordner, Ferguson with a couple, um, so Manu, Collins, you, you Tedesco, Takeahu. A thousand more. Yeah. Than two clubs coming fucking spoon a palooza. And it's a good crowd. Well, to be fair, we had the Roosters. Who have no who have members but they well, don't they, exist. They, I mean they, they contributed to four four people to the crowd, I believe. Yeah. So I mean so this is what I'm saying. Like, I mean we didn't it wasn't like we had a, a draw side like a, a Dragons or someone like that coming playing with us to help bolster the crowd numbers. I mean it was against the Roosters, so you may as well be playing in an empty fucking stadium anyway. Yeah, but it's in, in Manly. That's the only place Manly fans are. Yeah, they were all there. Okay, the so Roosters there's only eight thousand fans. The, the, well, no, no, there's nine thousand four hundred twenty-seven. Okay, <laughs> well, twenty-eight because I'm me, but I mean, I can get down. <laughs> I was busy. <laughs> then, then, then there's that one in New Zealand. Yeah, there's a couple in New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, you know, the ones that jumped on the Iro, Matthew Ridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, like, unlike your game, where you got flogged by the same margin. You guys actually kind of looked like you were there to play, though. It was weird. Like, the score kept adding up, but you were kind of there to play, and you just had some positional bad... Yeah. You know, like, you had, you had Crichton, and then you had, like, Luai, who was fucked, just because he was just, like, just... He was just thrown into a deep end. He's fucking 14 years old. Exactly. So, this this was a this was a pack of cunts that had no excuse, other than the fact that, obviously, they're probably the third stringers on the side, you know, given the injuries. But... Having said that, this is still they're still the same team that pretty much fucking rolled the storm last week. There's still, you know, there's no fucking excuses. Yeah. But there was some just the fucking utter level of disinterest in playing fucking rugby league. And I mean, they, they've always had a little bit of a thing about them where it's like sometimes you can just tell the way they start the game. It's like, okay, this week. It's not going to be one the one where they start on fire and they score first and it's a fucking game the whole time. Yep. This is the one where they need to be 12 nil down before they start fucking you know playing football. Yep. Except this time they didn't bother start playing football at any stage. Although uh you know if I wanted to be the total gronk that you know like which is it's not my go. It's not my go to fucking troll people or be a gronk. No. But I would say that I mean they pretty much you know they, they probably had like third highest score of the week. They would have won nearly every other game this weekend except for the game that Penrith lost. <laughs> so you know, magnificent effort. They just came against a better opponent on the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, the, and the Roosters, on the other hand, they could they could never take away from anything. I mean, they're going to head into some tough games. And, yeah. and looking at their, their season, they have very poor results against top eight sides. Yeah. They've, uh, they've played bottom eight sides more than any other side in the top eight, I believe, or top, you know, top it, four. Yeah. And this is by no means some sort of marker of quality or form going into games against teams that are actually going to fucking play football. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with you there. Um, I, I would suggest that the Roosters are not, not probably where they want to be, but where, where they should be. This, is sort of, this should sort of be their base level. Yes. Um. I still think that the, if the Roosters pack show up and and really, you know, much much like the Warriors were and you know to a lesser degree Penrith, um, the the variance between a good game for their pack and a shit game for their pack, yep. is probably the the greatest out of the the sides that people are touting as chances. Yeah. Um, but the the talent they've got out in their in their backs is undeniable. Yes. You know, so yes, definitely. that's going to get them a fair way. Yeah, and the, the Tom Wright experiment is uh, is over. I mean, the concern was always that his defence wasn't quite first grade standard yet because you know he's he, you know young, blah blah blah, inexperienced. Yeah, and the the problem is that was something that was that was like a bargain that we, that people were prepared to tolerate, provided the explosive genius like we saw in the Dragons when he scored. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, that didn't emerge, and the defence did emerge, <laughs> remain. So uh, he's he's uh, it's time to go, which is uh, it's good to patch a hole for the for the next week. But um, if, if you'd like him back, I can get Anthony Griffin to call you, to call <laughs> Trent, and explain to him why you should. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe you know, maybe you shouldn't call Trent. Maybe Trent could just fucking resign, do mm. us all a favour, mm. uh, because I mean, he has lost the dressing room. I. I I only I saw on the like the halftime thing they were saying that like you know he sort of he sort of walked out of the dressing room and then sort of come back in five minutes later. So I, I'd love to know what all that was. Hopefully it was you know Cherry saying get the fuck out of here, can't you? Fuck you've lost us. I'm fucking coaching us. Yeah, look at me, <laughs> look at me, Trent. No, come on, put the sexy eyes away, Trent. Look at me, not that nice. All right, I'm the captain now. I'm the fucking king of state of origin. I won the game for Queensland. To which Trent turns around and says, you're already the captain. You say, you should have said coach. The coach, yeah. You're fucking long-necked <laughs> schizoid. <laughs> Going by a fucking dictionary. And then, and, then, and then Cherry goes, mate, I was fucking quoting a movie, you referential retard. Fucking, now get the fuck out. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> He'd look at him and go, oh, no, Trent, no, what I was actually doing was referencing a piece of popular pop culture. You see this movie where, you know, Tom Hanks is on a boat and there's someone that gets on the boat and he's in the, so Tom Hanks is the captain of the boat, but then he's not the captain anymore and that's what the guy said and I'm, that's what I'm saying to you. Oh, oh, shit, is that Cooper Cron over there? Let me present my asshole. That's what he'd say. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and Trent Barrett, mate. So you've lost these, you know, when a coach has clearly lost the fucking side, like, because it's coming... There are things. There are teams that they 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 struggle hard. They've got obstacles in their path, whether it be injuries, whatever the fuck it is. You mm-hmm. know, combinations. You know, shit shit happens. You know, Penrith have had to deal with it time and time. You know, this season and, and last season. You know, other teams. You know, the ones that don't have, they haven't had a lot of continuity and stuff like. That. You know, it ha- it happens. Yep. But in the cases where you actually get like a concerted effort not to give a fuck, mm-hmm. that's that's when the clear message is being sent. That the players aren't playing. So, hypothetical, you're Trent yeah. Barrett. Yes. Right? 
I quit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you're Trent Barrett. Yeah. Um, how do you get them back? Do oh, you fuck me? I'm not a coach. I have no idea. Oh, no, no, no. Do you do you a say to them? Well, okay, if I've lost you, I'm going to say nothing for the next couple of weeks. Run it yourselves. You know, look, do that's you, how people have done that in the past. Do you bring in a coaching consultant? He's got enough fucking help there. No, no, no. no to say he's got the great fucking five year John Cartwright. No. Yeah, that's it. To, but do you say that? Okay, well, I'm going to bring in. Yeah, okay, like, Cardi's like, going to oh, do it. Have I, lost, have, have I lost you? All right, then I'll let fucking Cardi coach you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll bring him back real quick. <laughs> but let, let's say you can't resign. Yeah, yeah. Because you're paying secret alimony to the bastard offspring of all the fucking randoms that you've slayed. In Penrith <laughs> and, and Cogger yeah, over the years. <laughs> um, what, what do you do? Fuck, I, I don't know because this is the thing. Like, so, so take the manly connection so, out of some, it. You're yeah, a coach. Some, some, of the, the some, of the, some of the tools that, that coaches have available is obviously identifying players who clearly aren't putting in and fucking and, and asshole them to Reggie's for a week or or ever. Yeah. Which we we agree that but, I don't do enough of. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, when you've used like you know thirty two players out of a thirty man roster. You can't. You don't have that luxury, and maybe that provides some security and you know things like yep. that. Players because they know that there's no one. There's literally nobody to take their position. You know, should it become available. So here's the other thing. DCE knows as well. He's he's fucking Teflon. Yeah, but I mean, like he's actually okay. He's he's by far not. He's he's the the least of the fucking problems there. The problems is you've got these guys. These, these like like your your Tanganoas and your fucking Toff Sipleys and your Frank Winnersteins, and like even Suli for that matter. Like he was made to look very fucking slow and like just didn't look, didn't look like he was really putting in. I mean, so Tom Wright goes this oh, week. Oh gee, the guy that's been fired from fucking nine thousand clubs for you know being what? lazy. I think lazy. I, I think I, he just looked. He looked fucking. He looked slow, yeah. and so. The problem is, and because they've used up all these players, they just don't have a lot of fucking options. Like Dylan Walker's uh, going to be back this week, I think. So he, so then it becomes an easy decision for them. Like Tom Wright would probably be there this week. Yep. But for the fact that Dylan Walker can come back, yeah. but the, you know, unfortunately, it'd be great if fucking Tom Wright was actually good <laughs> at defending. Because if he was, he could stay there. Dylan Walker could go to the centres, and yeah. you can fuck Suli off to either yeah. like an impact role off the bench. I mean, if you if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna run Matthew Wright off the bench. Then fucking Suli's much more versatile. You can Correct. that guy can be a battering ram if you need him to be. Yeah. So then you can walk her into centres and it's you know, or you can you, know, you can fuck off like Brad Parker or someone and put him on the wing. You know, there's mm. there are options that you know. But but again, take the manly specific stuff out of it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, Trent's lost the dressing room, hypothetically. Yeah, but I mean, what, what I'm saying is like yeah, that. The, the, there's gen, the general coaching things that you know you could probably do, but also you have to, you, you have to look at the manly situation um, a little bit because also you've got compounding. You've got like like I said, like the injuries and the lack yep. of ability to threaten guys with mm. demotion because there's no one to step up and take their spot. Um, I don't know. I've no idea. I fucking shrug and I, I, I thank I, I thank uh, the prayer circle that uh, that it's not my it's not my fucking job. Um, do you just throw your nuts on the table? And say, I'm dropping all these players. I'm dropping them. This means. What did Irish come back and say? You needed eleven, nine to fill nine, nine to fill the team. So we're gonna fill nine. And what's that mean? Hello, mean? hello but- NRL. Unless you give us dispensation, you know we're gonna do this. And I'm dropping the entire fucking first grade squad. 
I, fuck off. I would imagine. Hello, Reggie's. You're all getting your call up this week. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't play finals football. Yeah, I would imagine that. Um, you do something so ridiculous, like so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I just, I don't think, unless you could then somehow medically rule the, you know, these players out or whatever, because remember the situation a couple of weeks ago where they wanted to bring up Finu and um, and they like, well, no, you can't because you've got Matthew Wright, renowned hooker, mm-hmm. Lewis Brown, renowned hooker, mm-hmm. and uh, and Jackson Hastings, renowned hooker. So, yeah. you can't, so, so what I'm saying is like those guys. Yeah, but I'm saying you go to the club and you say, NRL, we're dropping all of these players for disciplinary reasons. Yeah. Well, they they can't you- force you to go against your, your standards for, for club conduct. Yeah, or could they? Well, that's the, that's the bit, question. That's the other bit of news we didn't talk about. When did Whiten get sentenced? No, oh, he Was that last week or the week before? Yes. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, he fucking touched those dudes up. Boys got hands. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Not when it comes to holding the football or anything, no. but I mean... But yeah. <laughs> I thought, put him in against Gallon. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he, would, he would fucking light him up. Did you see Paul Gallon? About what now? Just fuck. He turns up on the just fucking, in general. No. no, just whatever fucking. Oh, he's got thing it, yeah. he's on, and he's like, I think it's a bit rough. All he was trying to do was enjoy a night out, and these blokes came out and went at him, and then he fucking no, they did not. <laughs> no, no, the CCTV. He pretty much just found people to light them up. Like, dude, wasn't one dude like tried to shake his hand or something, yeah, and yeah. his head butted him. Through, yeah, <laughs> head butted him through a window. Terrible. And then fucking, pissed on him. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> On his corpse. Fuck. <laughs> well, yeah. So, hmm. um, yeah, then, tough. Then tough busted our infinite dab emote on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so rambunctious. Yeah. Eagle like you. Yeah, he wouldn't do. He wouldn't do uh, the star power. You go. Like, That's just gay. You can't. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he is that sort of homophobe. Yeah, I'm Jack White and bitch. <laughs> Eagle like Kiwi. Frank Winston was more effective last week as an unused bench player. Yeah. True. On a blood buzz. Probably time for a results-driven board meeting this week. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, and uh, Ryan F. The best. Fundamental lack of effort from the Seagulls. You, have, you just have to wonder what Barrett is doing to have him trot out there like that. I don't even think we were having a good day. They never got out of first gear. That's the thing about the results-driven thing. I did a tweet through the week. And um, when you really, when you look at it, when the narrative is Jeff Tuvey was fired... Because it's a results-driven business. Yep. And him finishing ninth after an injury-crippled season is is so bad mm. that he must lose his job. Yep. And, uh, you know, when you did his, his four seasons in charge, it was ridiculous. It was like 2 four, four, nine or something like that. And there was a grand final in there. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then you look at Barrett and it's like, you know, 13, 7 or 6, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then 13 asterisks, you know, TBD. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. Is it a results-driven business or is it, or was it just that, I mean, everyone knows it was just an excuse politically to fuck Tuvi off. When was Cherry Evans signed to his tenure? Uh, around about then-ish, mm-hmm. I think. Or well, 16, 15? Mm-hmm. I, can't, I don't remember. Maybe you should ask to read all the clauses in that contract. Look, I have. I wrote that contract. <laughs> There's no no play no players really have like a underwriter now. No players no no players really have like that kind of. I wonder like someone like Cameron Smith. I wonder if he. 
Yeah, if Bellamy were to go, would he need? Would he, the club need to consult with include him on the consultation process in the selection of a new coach? It's one hundred percent happened in other sports. Like there's the famous Kobe story. Yeah, yeah, but that's a much you know, much smaller amount of players involved and much yep. larger marquee value. Yeah. for the really really good. But there ones. doesn't have to be a clause there because DCE basically has Manly by the nuts. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Okay, well. We've, we've spoken countless times on this show about just how fucking ridiculous and ineffectual contracts actually are if either party wants to do anything about it. You know, okay, but the difference is if Cherry wants to do something about it, yep. he ups and goes, right? And then Manly might go, well, we're not going to release you for the rest of the year, but they end up relenting because the player has all the power here. If Manly want to punt him... Yeah then they have to get rid of him and there is a situation where a whole bunch of these other fucking clubs can come out and go, oh, look, we'd like to have him. If you foot not X amount price. of the... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't the, the Canterbury's going on at the moment. It doesn't work the other way round where, you know, Manly can say to Dan, look, we'd love to let you go, but uh, you, you're going to need to repay some of... Yeah, but that's all like that's all a moot point anyway because at the end of the day, I mean, the dude still performs. So fucking, he's a, he's a state of origin, you know... Halfback for Queensland, you know, won, won the, you know, the game that he played against the fucking, dare I say, unstoppable New South Wales fucking outfit this season. So. No, he beat Tarek Sims. <laughs> Just Tarek Sims, was it? That's it. That's all it was. <laughs> he did two things. He played Tarek Sims and he took Ben Hunt out of the team. New South Wales is unlucky. That they that he they didn't pick him for game two to play Matt Pryor because I imagine we might have been looking at a different result. <laughs> yes. Previews. Okay. First up on Thursday night, we have the Broncos taking on the Sharks. Uh, Broncos unchanged lineup with the exception of uh, offhand Goway and, and Lodge swapping positions, uh, you know, from the bench to the starting position. Uh, Sharkies, Luke Lewis returns and uh, they bench Sorensen as a result. And uh, they fucked Paulo off entirely. Where's he? He's in the, uh, the Tuesday 21 reserve list. Mm. So not in the, in the uh, match side at this stage. This is a better test for the Broncos. Yes. I mean, to see if that was just a flash form against the Panthers, just where they you know, yeah. like a kiss on the dick, you know, for a game sort of thing. Because, yeah, they've had the, they've had their fast starts for a little while now. Yep. And uh, it's been like a feature of their last, you know, couple of yeah. months, really. And uh, just so happened that the start against Penrith was right. ultra fast. And, and again, it, last week was a good game plan. Yeah. That game plan yep. doesn't work against the Sharks. No. No. This game, though, this is like ref's faultception. Yeah, can you imagine? So, will this, will ref's fault, are they like matter and anti-matter and they cancel each other out? So, we'll get perfect refereeing? Or will this like end fucking reality as we know it? Because <laughs> like the bunker's going to be trying to give a knock on, but not give a knock on at the same time. But, yeah, you yeah. Know, I don't know. <laughs> um... Yeah, all I can go on here is a Suncorp factor. Um, even then, I'm I'm not I'm not sure it's going to be. I'm going to go on the um, the Sharks are a better team factor, but the Sharks can get rattled by like last time 
the quick start, the, the Broncos' yep. quick start That's got it. them at home. That's it. So I don't know. Broncos need to keep winning. The Sharks have only just crawled into the into the, into the top four. That's it. Uh, no doubt they'd want to stay there as well. But I feel the Broncos have more to play for because they've got the likes of Canberra and, and the West Tigers. I mean, while not close, N- nipping behind, at the heels, but they're they're still you know mathematical, like better than mathematical at this stage. They've got to keep yeah. winning. They can't because yeah, 100%. You know, should they lose, then you know potentially they're looking at you know the gap being reduced to one game behind. Yeah. The other thing you look at though is after the. The haul they took last week. Mm-hmm. The Broncos for and against is six. Shit, that was bad then, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And and that's something and yeah, and, and although the, the, the Tigers and the and the Raiders aren't great in that respect well, either. Canberra's fifty eight. Yeah. Because once Canberra lost, they lost by two, four. Yeah, yeah, you know? true. Yeah. Um Canberra are the worry at the moment. West have to surpass Brisbane to knock them out. They actually they essentially are three games behind because they can't they can't just level them, yeah. That's it. So Look, I've I have under I've not I've I've underrated the Sharks all season. I was, and you know at the end of the day they have clawed their way into a top four position. Yep, uh, they deserve to be I, in the top four position. I don't see Fafita scoring the people tackled me and then let me go try against the Broncos. Put it that way. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't see the Broncos scoring the fucking. You know, chip and chase, and you know, mm-hmm. and a bunch of, yeah. and, and you know, backing into a bunch of forwards, and then looking over yeah, your shoulder true. and reaching down and putting the ball on the yeah. line. Yeah, you know, that true. kind of, yeah, you know, lack yeah, of awareness yeah, yeah. bullshit yeah. either. So, uh, well, I'm tipping the Broncos. I'm going to go for the Sharks out of wishful thinking, if nothing else. <laughs> the Cowboys take on the Knights up at 1300 teeth. The uh, Cowboys maintain the same uh, lineup as last week, and uh, tomorrow, although Tamari Martin will move to fullback. Mm. Now, as not being a, a, a massive observer of his through his earlier days at the Tigers and then the and then the Panthers, mm. how much fullback has he actually played? Fullback or from the back? Um, Any? I, or from the back? I yeah. Um, sneaky creative player <laughs> from what I've heard. <laughs> just you know, comes out of nowhere when yeah. when you're not around. He just. He's up and inserts himself and so out the window. I, I don't know. Um, however, uh, I think that he is a physically the sort of player that could handle it. Yeah. Um, and in the modern game, where your fullback almost becomes another half in a lot of plays, it, it's not a bad idea. You know, Michael Morgan has, yeah. has interchangeably yep. had the two positions. So. Yep. If I think of the Cowboys, if they, if they play as well as they did last week, but just execute that yeah. little bit better, I could very easily win this game. But I just think that the Knights would take a lot away from last week, the way they won. Pierce is back. This will be what his third match back. Yep. They want to finish the season off strongly. They haven't, you know, they're, they're, they're out of the running, but they've, they can certainly... They're trying to avoid the spoon. You know, they're a little bit out of that. I think that's going to be a problem for them. But um, well, there's all of them: Canterbury Cowboys and Parramatta. Yeah, are all on ten points. Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys are trying to avoid the spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, sorry, sorry. We we're talking about Knights. Yeah, here. but yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, and that is the big. That is the big. Here's the thing: the Knights are the Knights are currently on eighteen. You know, yeah. they're, they're six points. That's plenty. That's plenty. Or they're fine. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But you know, if the Knights, oh, if we win three and. 
Yeah. They lose four. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it's not out of the question that someone can lose four out of six. That's Unfortunately, true. it might be Penrith to do it, but... You know, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I don't know, mm. man. I just want to say... The, I, I want to say the Knights, but I feel like this game could be close, and it wouldn't surprise me if the Cowboys just happened to execute and get in that position that the Titans got in. If, if and, Ponga's back, I'd tip the Knights. Yeah. If he's... And, he is, and he is in. I mean, the... Yeah, he twisted his ankle at training. That's right, yeah. Um, so... Tigers take on the doggies at ANZ. Speaking of battles that have a uh, a little bit of... Well, yeah, there's high stakes. Doggies want to avoid the spoon. Tigers need to win every single week and hope that people lose to give themselves even the slightest yeah. sniff of getting into the finals. Yep. Uh, the Tigers are in great form at the moment. You can't you can't deny. And uh, based on that alone, the doggies are going to get fucked up. Yeah, so do I. Interestingly enough... I was reading somewhere, apparently there's this massive feud between Packer and Clemmer. Okay, where'd that start? I don't know when, but apparently... Okay, so Clemmer's Clemmer's been, you know, doggies doggies for life. Hmm. Packer, I mean, nothing happened in in the New Zealand days or the the Dragon days. It might have been a test match, it might have been, I don't know, but apparently after this one certain game, Packer's offered to Clemmer, you know, fucking you tell me a day and I'll meet you this week. Wherever you fucking want, and we'll fucking sort this. When did that happen? When did that... I don't know. I saw a headline about it, but... uh... Well, that certainly belies the stories of fucking reformed character that we got on the Russell Packer supporters side of things, isn't it? Yes. When we talk about players who are allowed back into the game and whatnot. (laughs) Oh, but he's reformed. He's, you know, done his degree, and he's uh, he's not that guy. Mate. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, Tigers. Apparently, he still is Tigers in it. Tigers, easy. Uh, the Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Penrith Panthers at Brookie. The return leg after Manly fucked them up last time. Matt Wright and Toff Sipley and Tom Wright dropped. Walker in, Tafua in, and Tanganoa back on the interchange after fucking, didn't he? He suffered like a... Well, at the time, it was thought to be an ACL, so it's, a, it's an amazing that he's actually returning within the same season in which the injury was yeah. uh, was sustained. Uh, so tremendous. I mean, the dude's obviously got some sort of fucking mutant syndrome in there, but um, undoubtedly a much stronger manly side than the last several weeks. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, I, I look forward, you know, Tofu's carries back, you know, off, off kicks. Yeah. Uh, have been huge. When he gets injured, he's generally the highest the, the highest uh, meter earner in the side at that stage of the season yeah. when it happened. Um, Dylan Walker obviously is great in no matter what. Um, Tanganoa is certainly better than like you know the likes of uh, Sipley and Winterstein and fucking a million other substandard fucking interchange forwards that we have. So here's what's happened. Anthony Griffin's named Tyrone Peachy at fullback. He 100% will not play one minute of the game well, at fullback. Well, Tenny's Lesniak comes back into the wing. He's going to be the fullback. Mansour. Yep. Looks like he's named in the two. That fucking cat better shut the fuck up too, by the way. We're talking about the Panthers. I get it. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. It's probably coming to your own mic, right? Isn't, it, isn't this one of the things that you just like... You know, like in the movies, 
Like that sound ends up when people listening to it, it's like this really fierce. Yeah, yeah. And not put some put some post effects on it and everything. Not just an Anthony Milford impersonation. (laughs) (laughs) These are lines. We've got got Milford here as a special guest. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry, you were saying Mansour. Yeah, what about him? Um, Yeah, Mansour's in the two second game back. Um, It's all right. He's fine. Fucking Griffin ball. Tyrone Pete, let's be very yeah. fucking clear. At worst. Yeah, but this is the thing. Tyron, at- okay, so we've named another half on the interchange. So Tyrone May's been named on the interchange. Merrin's yep. been dropped from the starting side. Jack, Jack Hetherington. But who- May has that utility value, like uh, a second hooker kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Um, Hetherington, who, let's be frank, is fucking lucky that Hipgrave exists. <laughs> I was going to say, he's, he's, he's the Panthers hip. I mean, everyone, there's got to be the hip grave in every side, but he's the Panthers hip grave. <laughs> Look, for real. He's one of the people that's holding hip grave's beer at the moment. <laughs> Put it that way. Um, you know, it. I'm I'm not sure why people, like, I haven't been too disappointed with Wade Egan. Um, it, it's tough for him to be sharing the hooking duties, I, I know. Um, but but I don't think May's the answer to that. You know, Hooker's one of those positions that I don't like having a non-specialist in. The other thing as well, though, this, uh, I mean, like, take the peachy thing out of it, because there's 100%, he's not going to fucking spend minute one at fullback. Absolute worst, he's in the centres. And then DWZ goes back and he pushes, you know, it just all pushes out. You know, without a doubt. Has to be, right? Can't be. I don't know. (laughs) I don't don't know if they're naming Wateni Zalesniak on the wing. And they've just fucked up. And they've said to the NRL, look, we have to put Peachy at fullback. He's never played fullback. Can we get a dispensation to play Aikens? Yeah, but outside of uh, of the Tyrone Peachy thing, if you look at things like, you know, May coming in and uh, DWZ, obviously he's a he's a certain starter when he's, you know, when he's good to go. Obviously yeah. he's just coming back. But when you see things like, uh, like Luo, he was a... Probably would have been dropped if not injured anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but Crichton, hundred percent dropped. Yeah, hundred percent dropped. And, Happy uh, with that. To me, it could just it could just be a fucking coach who actually has the luxury of a couple of players that can take other positions at responding to a fifty point fucking drubbing. Yeah. Oh no no no. Which I is great. That. Yeah. But yeah. But at least one of those players you mentioned shouldn't have been there in the first place. Mm. You know. Yep. Yep. Man, uh, Penrith by a million. It it should be. I mean, considering you know, you know, teams with things to play for and stuff like yeah, that. It needs should, to be. It needs. It, needs it should to be. be, and it needs to be. But you know what? You were in a better position to win the last game against exactly. us. Yeah, that was, you know? that was the start of the fucking fuck around. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, you you were actually in. We were in a worse shape roster wise. Oh, was that? And you were probably in a was better that origin or not. It. I don't know if it, I don't remember. Fucking details. <laughs> I'm sure Wikipedia's got a page about the game. Fucking ask it. <laughs> Fucking things that actually sports mate. If I go to uh, the game, it'll give me the history. Wonderful. Stop trying to be uh, cleverer than I need to be. And the funny thing about this game as well is that if we were playing anybody else, I'd be like, "Well, fuck it." I mean, last week was so bad. That you got that mass, you got the massive bounce back factor where players will be looking to right the wrongs of the 30th previous. Thirtieth of June, so yeah, in in or around. Yeah, so um, 
you'd be looking at well, there's going to be a massive bounce back factor because they're fucking have suffered a, an embarrassing drum, drumming with old boys yeah. days. They had to face the fan well, and the old, and the old boys and all that sort of. But then you go, well, you know, what? Penrith they suffered a fucking massive drumming as well. Yeah. So so it's going to be like a double bounce back. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to smash into each other. So we've got and, refs' faultception, and who knows what's going to be a bounce back section or post anal section, <laughs> prolapse section. <laughs> There's the title. So, <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> the eels take on the rabbits. Rabbits. They have Speaking to. of bounce back factors, yeah. they would have been embarrassed by the way that they were that they were they were fairly handled by the Tigers. Yep. They didn't look like they were going to win that game or even get That's back it. into that game at any stage. And, and the, what a nice luxury to have the next game of that against. I mean, fucking when, Paris Blatters. Yeah, I mean, when you're looking to plug a hole in a fucking sinking ship or to yep. plug a hole in a ship before it sinks. Yeah, Parramatta is worth. It's like just getting divorced and going to a bar, and you see there's you know. Lady there, she's had you know maybe maybe th- oh, two Cosmos, so yeah. she's, she can still think. <laughs> Are you treading carefully? But here? You're talking to her, <laughs> and she tells you, you know, her kids are on school camp, and she's been alone for the first time in eight years. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking biographical shit right here. <laughs> I'm saying the bunnies are in luck. <laughs> And they're gonna and, and and they're gonna score hard and often. <laughs> no, <laughs> once because they forgot how old they are. <laughs> Storm and Canberra, Amy Park, Korean housewife. Well, once again, we find the position where the Storm uh, is just uh, sitting you know, barely on top of the table at the moment, but um, they've. Just built nicely, very under the they, radar yeah, season, really. I mean, no one's really thought of them as being a front-running side, mm. but they stealthed their way to first. The Raiders, desperation, got to win. Um, they do, and Melbourne, Melbourne weren't great by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, yeah. not at all. They're very, they're very controlled and safe, but they also did not generate anything in terms of offense but in did, that game. This is the thing, though. Um, you remember, you know, Melbourne went... When they're at the height of their powers, yeah, with Cronk and Smith and Slater and everyone, they're all fit and happy. And when would you say the height of their powers was? Would you say like 2012 Grand Final? See, because I think that the one last year was the best style yes, of play that they played correct. in ten years. And what I liked a lot about last year was they had they had the capacity more than any other team I've seen before or since. Yeah. To change things on the fly, yep. you'd see them in the middle of the game, and it was. It used to be the Storm of front runners. It was like the Storm framework. Then, yeah. they, you know, then with with like you know with Sully and um and Fox on, and that, okay, on, yeah. on yeah, they actually had the ability but to. Remember that thing, the thing, the Storm were front runners, and yeah. if they weren't front runners, they were fucked. They could not chase points to save their lives. Yeah, they last year they they had that ability to to switch stuff up in the middle of a game. It, it's not quite that, but I think this is the beginning of the Storm's run. Yeah. And Bellamy's just got them at the basics. He probably. While he doesn't like to lose games, he would have been more focused on. And in the past, he's done. He's been yeah. very happy to rest players and, yep. and that sort of thing. That's yeah, post Origin and or mm-hmm. you know, just pre finals. Mm-hmm. Spot on. And they're good to go. They're there. They're there now. Uh, a controlled side like like the Storm that can control the game and keep shit locked down is the exact worst thing for Canberra because for Leipana and Austin and because they they pretty much rely on producing things out of nothing yeah. to get them and then when they get that little confidence roll and they can stack the points on mm. 
But prediction: Does Blake Austin sit, go to England? Well, yeah. I mean, isn't he signed? He is, but yeah, you know, like you say, what does a contract mean? Yeah, even less so in English ones. I mean, fucking yeah, you can just say I'm homesick and you. Well, no, you just need to fucking go and get a DUI. Well, yeah, I mean, or you can do it the right way and say you're homesick. <laughs> <laughs> so. The DUI is the way that, like, you have trouble getting a job back here again. If you're homesick, though, you just stroll <laughs> right on in, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm fairly sure that he'll go because I, I, I think that he is only still in Canberra and in the uh, position that he is at the moment. Because of injuries. Because of injuries yeah. and the fact that he is going. I, I, I just see a bunch of clubs who would be short-sighted enough to go, shit, he came on and scored some tries as soon as he came on. Can we get that guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, fuck, I know a team without a 5'8". I, I yeah. love that techno yeah. Viking there. Huh? Even with him hogging it. I don't give yeah. a fuck. That's it. I'm sure, I'm sure he'd do enough. But shit, run the ball, motherfucker. Boom. Yeah. That's all I want out of you. Yeah. Don't go to England. Mm. Cross a bridge, son. Uh, Melbourne, I think. Melbourne, yeah, Melbourne. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, needing it more is not enough sometimes. Yeah, no. Nah, nah. uh, Gold Coast Titans take on the Warriors at Hope Solo Coliseum. Well, I think the uh, Warriors, once again, bounce back factor. They're not going to be happy with their execution, the way they play that game. Hope Solo was almost like a home game for the for the Warriors as well. Yep. I mean, the, the test matches and things I've been to yes. down there... It's going to be a big crowd, possibly the biggest crowd of the season for yeah. the Tides, because it'll be full of Kiwis. There's fucking 10,000 of the Levius family down there. Yeah, exactly. The Levi, I believe, Le- is the uh, collective Levi. noun Yes, <laughs> for, for them. And uh, they'll be there. And uh, look, honestly, if the Warriors are fucking serious, because they're in the same position as Brisbane at the moment in terms of need to keep winning to keep yeah. these teams nipping at their heels. And at the moment, I mean, I changed my opinion on this week to week, but at the moment, now the Warriors are the ones that look the most likely yeah, to yeah. get overtaken. Yeah. I mean, previously, like two weeks ago, well, I would have said the Broncos were the yep. ones that look most likely. Um, so it's just, they've got to keep winning. And at, at teams like the Titans, these are the games that you win if you're fucking serious about getting into the finals in the first time in like yeah. seven years. It, it's, it's that you're doing the things because you want to or you're forcing yourself to, mm-hmm. not because you have to to win the game. Yep. Yep, and the away factor, yeah, so it just doesn't it doesn't really count. In the Gold Coast is the one game where the where the Warriors yeah. can we, will get an excellent fucking crowd. Here's the thing, though, you'd, you'd think for teams like the Warriors and the Cowboys, well, the, the away, away away is life, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, but both of them, until recently, yep. have struggled. I mean, the Warriors traditionally, I mean, they still probably are going to have times where it happens. The Cowboys, particularly in 2015, 2016, they really fucking over, sorry. 15 and 17 really yeah. overcame that shit. Like last year, their away record was fucking great. I think it was maybe even better than their home record. I yeah, was well, pulling out of my ass. But that, that was the talk about them. You know, yeah, like, yeah. You're going to win this many percentage of your home games, so yeah. win this many aways and you're in. The Warriors, because they have to, honestly. And I was so disappointing last week. I mean, yeah. I, I, it, it's, that was, it was a very low bar of execution and, uh, and quality attack compared to the, with the rest of their season. Roosters take on the Dragons. Now, here we go. This is a fucking real game. A real game that has implications. A real game where you can actually go, okay, where are these teams at yeah, now? That's you know, it. The Roosters, a lot of false form from last week going into it. Yep. They are not going to fucking stroll shit like that past nope. the Dragons. Uh, the Dragons forwards, I mean, they've only just started working their way back into what they were in the, you know, the first sort of third of the season. Yep. Uh, so, you know, it's a chance for them... To, 
Yeah, I, I really don't rate the Roosters pack at all. I feel like they're actually getting to the stage where they almost can't hit their use-by date, most of these guys. Like, I don't I don't rate a guy like... Friends like horrible. A, ha, I yeah. feel like I feel like Letters, I think he's coming uh, uh, He's coming to the end of the, end of the road. I think uh, Napa's not quite back. He was another one that identifies he's, you know, don't yeah. rate him anymore. No, neither do I. But this is what I'm saying. All of those guys, even though I don't rate them, yeah. if they can all operate at 80% together... Yeah. There's enough there. Then you throw in those guys they got like Radley. Yeah, or fucking cheap shot merchant Radley. Who no, he's a fantastic player. <laughs> you know? He's just you know, a, a good fucking, you know, moral compass for life. Do what Radley does. <laughs> he's, he's a he he's, he he was basically uh like Jurassic Park where they get the mosquito with the needle in the amber. They fucking got a they got they got the fucking needle and they fucking and they took the stains off fucking Adrian Morley's shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl <laughs> I want to say the dragons just because I feel that um, I feel like they really they really turned a corner last week. Yeah, they win. They 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 were still finding a way to win when it was ugly and they were playing like utter shit. Mm-hmm. This is the sort of encounter that a team that has aspirations to win the premiership like training this week is going to be you know it's going to be sharp the players are going to be up for it because they look at it and the, the, the opponent and go this is one this of is those game. games you know test. what I mean yeah um, yeah and like I'm not going to say the Roosters aren't going to be up for it as well I just don't think I just don't I, I don't know quite what to make of the Roosters yet against teams that are actually contenders um, because I don't feel they've been tested adequately and when they have been they haven't been very yeah. good the, the Dragon strong point is definitely their pack Yep. Um, and their, their outside backs aren't aren't any slouches either. Their halves are good, whereas the Roosters' strengths are most definitely in their backs and halves. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. I, I would put um, Widdop up against fucking Keering and Cronk all day. I mean, Ben Hunt, you know. Widdop to me just... It, the, the thing I like about Cronk is that he has a plan. Yeah. You can tell that Cronk's going into this game yeah. knowing... Okay, I got eighty minutes ahead here, and I am aware of where I am in that eighty minutes. Yeah, both in the actual time and in the position of the game. Yeah, for it. Yeah, I think Widdop only knows that he's on the fifth tackle, if that makes sense. I, I would give him slightly more credit than that. I mean, if you want to bring Ben Hunt into the conversation, seen the cunt's <laughs> fucking hairdo. Well, yeah, but he knows he can learn from his mistakes. He was interviewed, and they and they said to him, "So, how about that hair? Is that going to stay?" And he's like, "Well, until it grows out." <laughs> okay, so this so, cunt doesn't even know that clippers exist. Yeah, but I would you rather look like fucking Slim Shady? You know, progressively less as the weeks go on, as the regrowth comes through, or would you rather like fucking coat ball ass? <laughs> Or like you know, one all over. Second one. I t- I don't know. I'd go the other. I think. Honestly, just like okay. If you shave your shit off, how long? Like if you shave your beard. Yeah. You have to shave every day, right? Yes. Shave your fucking head. Like you know, wear a beanie for a week. Oh, and then you're okay. Normal again. I've got it. Headgear. There you go. No one fucking knows. Boom! You shave it. Headgear exactly. done. And you just and obviously you just you, you, you don't give it to a kid. So you're putting that guy as the same IQ class as fucking sinews. <laughs> fucking no. Um, I'm tipping the roosters. <sighs> I'm tipping the dragons. 
Why would you sit the roosters? For fuck's sake. Yeah, I know dragons. I'm just going, I'm just going through recapping my, my... Because I actually, you know, in the tipping thing, I... So, yeah. Oh, I've picked the cowboys over the nights up, up there, have I? Okay. Sharkies. Tigers. Seagulls. Rabbits. Storm. Warriors. Dragons. Boom. Hey, a hidden mailbag. Mendoza. Mendoza one underscore rod. I'm so sick of the weak cunts in the NRL saying heads are going to roll. Although I guess refereeing a Warriors game is kind of a demotion. Well, it's exactly a demotion. What's his hashtag he's got here? Hashtag Greenberg is weak. Hashtag fuck Sutton's are... Oh, Cross... These fuck... If you get... I need camel case in these, in these fucking long hashtags because it's really hard sometimes to figure out what the words are. Okay. Fuck Sutton's as a ref, <laughs> staff, and a motherfucking crew. Okay. Thank you. Well, we already we mentioned this referee stuff. We've, we've yeah, covered it. it. Yeah. Shana86 um, was the first one to tell us this uh, last week. You said, probably already been brought to your attention, but Lottie's 14-year gap between premierships just shades Luke Lewis. May I offer? I would. I, I know what you're going to say, and yes, the floor is yours. Now, see, there are times where two people can be technically correct, mm-hmm. and Shunder is technically correct that Lottie won premierships in those years, and that gap um, exists on a on a chronological that's it. basis. Yes. Um, in the continuity, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The good friend of the show, Caleb Shanks. Uh, did pussy point crusher, out pussy crusher extraordinaire um <laughs> that dude's got like a, a a vacuum on his penis that will just fucking extract the soul from someone yeah there there are entire suburbs of dejected women who look like spiritually look like the guy at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark he's like the so. Igor <laughs> Spengler <laughs> He's got that thing and he's fucking... <laughs> he actually figured out through tantric how to reverse ejaculate. <laughs> yeah. So he sucks it in. Yeah. <laughs> um. <sighs> <laughs> uh, pointed out that Lottie fucked off out of the game for a good percentage of the time between those premierships. Yes, so six years, wasn't it? He's oh, fucking whatever it was. It yeah. basically doesn't count. Yeah. And then he went to the Tigers. Yeah. So exactly, you know, no. Look. And furthermore, in 2014, he didn't do a fucking thing anyway. No. I mean, he was merely there because Nathan Merritt had deteriorated <laughs> to such an extent that he was unable to physically play the game yeah, of rugby that is league. True. But um, yes, he he did win premierships in those years. But Luke Lewis has the uh, the record with no asterisk. Correct, because he was in the game. Because at the end of the day, when you put an asterisk on something, how many asterisks do you put on something before you just say, fuck, it doesn't count? And his fucking kid's afraid of elevators. (laughs) Really? (laughs) How can you hold any sort of record with that? Yeah. Ryan F. The Best said, I totally agree on the timing of the Hall of Fame Fame inductees. The NRL need to take a lead from the NFL with the draft, Hall of Fame, rookie minicamps, etc. It's almost a 365-day news cycle. Put it in the off-season and keep them writing about the game. Fucking earth, there you go. I'd almost wish that the journalists in the video that we have, though, like, you know, stop fucking writing about the game. 
Like, just shut the fuck up for a minute. I don't, I'd like him to write about the game. Yeah, if, if it was... The not, game. Not bitching about... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Irish Tiger, just listening to the podcast, and I thought I could contribute. The International Rugby League rules state that the minimum number of players a team can have without forfeiting is nine. There you go. Maybe different in the NRL, as they've obviously changed a few things. And uh, thank you, sir. It's good to see you back. And um, regards to the your missus. I hope she's pouring drinks for us this year, too. And, um, yeah, so nine. I would love, just for the fucking NRL chaos of it, I'd love to see that happen in a game for some reason. If I was Trent Barrett, that's what I'd be doing. I'd drop my whole fucking yeah. squad. Run out run out nine. And say so to the NRL, out. I need a dispensation. Minimum you minimum you gotta give me is nine. And you say and and think of the think of the ramifications. We run nine guys out in the yep. field. What the fuck what is Channel Nine gonna say? What's Foxtel gonna say? Exactly. What are the sponsors? We K- might get some sponsorship what, from Channel what, Nine. What's KFC gonna say? Mm-hmm. You well, think about that. There will be no bunkers there'll that be night. No, there'll be no bunkers. <laughs> Everything will be fucking clear as day. <laughs> uh Mainly players were all lying on the floor, so there was no possible obstruction. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a six on none overlap. I'm uh, pretty sure that there was no obstructions. And uh, given that the player scoring the try actually had time for his own team to run around, form a prayer circle around him before he put the ball down over try, I think grounding is fine. And <laughs> as the prayer circle formed around the grounding of the ball, there's insufficient evidence to overturn. <laughs> and furthermore, why the fuck did you even refer this to me in the bunker? <laughs> Super Grover has got a lookalike Rapana is Daly Laurie Daly's illegitimate love child that's just racial profiling and all I, I dare say it's also a little bit of a stretch I love these lookalikes but come on it's racial profiling which isn't outside of Melbourne's wheelhouse that's true you know everyone with the tans in a fucking apex gang the apex yeah the apex predators exactly Fucking Melbourne hipsters inadvertently killing the fucking suntanning bed industry. People are too afraid. <laughs> uh, Flash 1480. We had we had tons of tweets from people. I'll tell you, I was very surprised to see that how quickly these memberships hit fucking England and stuff. Yeah, I know. Like, we've got people, you know, in Sydney going, oh, yeah, you got the membership this week. And then you get one tweet from yeah, half a dozen dudes in England going, hey, yeah. we've got the... Fuck! Shout out! Shout out to Australia! Australia Post. Did Blake, did Blake Austin jerk off in the wool before they made the scarves or something? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, you know you can put your requests in, but whether they're—I mean, like I don't know. I mean, I wasn't at the factory. I paid extra for it. I know that. <laughs> but uh, Ash, Ashley said, "Oh yeah, a bit toasty for the scarf at 36 degrees at 6:40 p.m." But the iPad has a brand new look and a uh, message for the local Japanese immigration office, and he's got his uh, iPad with the the sticker on the back of it and fucking massive sticker <laughs> the entire back of the iPad. Yeah, nice. Um, 36 degrees at 6:40 p.m. in Japan. Fuck me, I never. I mean, it, it did get hot in summer at times, but yeah, I don't never remember it being that Just hot. That's fucking, fucking step away from the nuclear reactor, then, cockhead. Yeah, move from Fukushima, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got um. But he's not homeless or anything, is he? No. Okay, no, that's not. right then. Fucking turn your air conditioner on. At ride the Ning. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to let you know the prayer circle works. I prayed so fucking hard that that my, Nate's mic would work and stepdad's one would fuck out. Hashtag. Uh, I made an effort prayer, not a talent prayer. <laughs> hashtag Cox. Hashtag Jeeves. What? What's his fucking username? At ride underscore the underscore Ning. It, well, okay. So there's ride the lightning. Yeah. How does an underscore replace light? 
I think you think I think you're overthinking it here. <laughs> That's what I think. We can't go too much into people's Twitter handles. We fuck. Well, you know, obviously, you put more thought into an idiot or in this last thirty seconds. <laughs> How am I supposed to soar like an eagle? King Levius. Seriously, why is the Melbourne Storm the only team whose name isn't a plural? There can be multiple storms. What am I missing? Oh. Hashtag fucking purple cheating cunts. Do you say there are multiple storms or there are multiple storm fronts? Oh. Can there be multiple storm? Or is it like sheep? Storms is definitely... Or fish. This is getting like the I love lamp. No, you could say, you know, yeah, he storms out of the room. Yeah, but that's not that's exactly not a, that's not a situation for plurals though. Exactly. So it's like you, you can say, say Queensland, Queensland is going to have to fucking charge another levy to the New South Wales taxpayer no. because there's a fuck, there's, there are multiple storms approaching that are going to flood the shithole. There are multiple storms. <laughs> no, don't work. Well, you, you know there are multiple. Yeah, you say he fishes. But then you say there are multiple fish, not fishes. Storm is not a fucking plural. It's just not. Okay. I mean, I know you're just playing devil's advocate here. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's an excellent question. Perhaps take it up with uh, the Melbourne Club or the NRL who allowed it to go through. Or a teacher. I mean, it's going to a thing called a school. Fucking warrior supporting cuck. He's a key. What's he going to do? No, no. Uh, where are we? Paul Mack underscore 78. Any Norths fan who supported the Northern Eagles merger then Manly after that is the Oxford Dictionary definition of a cuck. Fuck Manly. Fuck Cliffy. Fuck Beaver. And if you're down with Manly, fuck you too. Look, Good on you. That first sentence, I agree with wholeheartedly. If it were, if it were me and the whole thing happened exactly the way it did except Norths had the fucking big dick and took control and... There's no fucking way in the world I would support that club. No yeah. fucking way. Fuck that club. Yeah. And so I, I do question the, I don't know, what's the, what's the quality I'm talking about here? Like the masculinity or the <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> intestinal fortitude. Yeah. All these things. I, 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 the I courage question, of convictions. Yeah. Well, because it's not like it was, I don't know, fucking Broncos and... Penrith, where there's no real like, anta- there's no antagonistic yeah. history through time or whatever. There's no, yeah. you know, if they were to merge, I mean, obviously it's a very unlikely kind of merger. Like because- Western Balmain. Yeah, there, there no, there's no real, yeah, there, there's no. no, you know, and so it'd be like merging Penrith with Parramatta now. Yeah, I mean, there's no massive like, you know, like oh, when you're doing the dragons in Illawarra, there's shit to be. There's, there's shit there in the background, you know. But yeah. if you tried to merge, it'd be worse if you tried to merge dragons and the sharks. Yes, you 100%. know what I mean. Like if that were to happen, just location, you just can't. Like I, I couldn't. Uh, hmm. You know, when they're like actually not only yeah. do they happen to be geographically close, but they also happen to be like fucking worst enemies. Multiple yeah. shit happen over time. Yes, I just could not imagine. I, you know, I probably lost the game actually because I mean you can't really just jump onto another team either. Yeah. The thing is, though, you, know, you you look at that the manly side. If someone gets into a habit, how old are you? If you're eight years old and you don't understand the politics of fucking NRL boardrooms, and you're probably not that as that as militant 
in terms of you know your dedication all, to all a you know is side. your team. Yeah, you know, yeah. all you know is that okay, you're a Bears fan, and then okay, well, your club and this club they're going together. Yeah, and now this club becomes that club. So now it's this one. Okay, yeah. cool. You get a new jersey, and you get yeah. this, this, this. A better one doesn't have any black or red on it. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I get it, but I see how it happens. You don't have to, you know, include people like Greg Florimo in your alumni. <laughs> she like that. <laughs> yeah, Gary Larson. <laughs> Uh, okay, where are we? Um, Dushi Baggerson. All this talk about two referees. Has anyone ever questioned the 10 meter onside? Is 10 the best number of meters? Is 5, 8, 12, or 15 better? <laughs> Look, 10 is great when policed diligently. Yes. As we've seen by, you know, teams like, you know, fast, these you know, south, you know, teams are overtaking, you know, and just getting teams on the back foot, having trouble retreating. And then, you know, we see great attacking play and, and that yep. kind of that's fantastic when, but the problem is, it's often eight or seven. This is the thing. Yeah, yeah the, there's no continuity in rugby league. Absolutely you, you not less the, than you, ten. Though, I'll say that. I mean, less is terrible. Well, you remember the old five meter days? Yeah. Why? Why was it taken from five to ten, Nathan? Well, I mean, presumably to open up the game a little bit more. To open and up stop the game. Because people, when they realised how to control the ruck a bit better with five metres, it was impossible for anyone to do anything. Exactly. Other than brute force line breaks. Yes. And offloads, you know, which and even offloading wasn't a massive or thing back then. you're playing with that much depth. Yeah. That unless you get it exactly right, you're losing 20 metres every <laughs> fucking play. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now, the, the thing of, okay, well, we had this 10 metres... To open up the game? Fucking police. Yep. Nah. 15. Can you imagine the mayhem of 15 metres, though? 15, it'd end up being 10. So Make maybe, it 15. So maybe it's one of those things where, like, you know, you put a mark up on there so you can give a discount and, and say you have it yeah, sale. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just like, you know, you got that one cunt that's late for everything. Yeah. You just tell him it's half an hour early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stuart Marler. Wife sees my new Twill Nation beanie and says, all this time I thought you were saying Tool Nation. That alone, okay. Kiwi? No. And he says, uh, tomato, tomato, or tomato, tomato. How how dare you? How, firstly, how dare you fucking wife, mate? Dead set. And secondly, how dare you go along with your wife? Mm. Guys that acquiesce to, to stuff like that that's frankly insulting. <laughs> There's a word for that. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> Calendar merchants. <laughs> And Kate at MC underscore AR underscore Rio. Sort your name out, lady. I wish the mic had dropped out during Nate's dribble over Dick Cheese Esquire, as that made my ears bleed. However, Robbie Farrah analogies fucking gold. Thanks for another great podcast, boys. Hashtag TWI League are awesome. Thank you for your feedback. That's awesome. Dick Cheese Esquire is just, it's quite frankly, it's a very crude term, isn't it? Took me a little while to figure out what she's talking about. Till like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, I gotcha. The magician, twill magician. It's the middle of. He sends a photograph. He got his thing over in England. His member pack. Yep. It's the middle of a heat wave here, but I'm delighted to rep the colours. I fucking saw the, the hottest temperature in England this week. Guess what? We wear fucking beanies in that weather regularly. <laughs> no, scarves. The hottest temperature in the whole country is 31 degrees. Yeah, that's it. That's fucking spring. You motherfuckers conquered the West Indies. How have you declined so fucking much that cunts are dying in 31 degrees now? 
Meanwhile, in Bombay, they're touching 50. And you can't do that with scurvy. <laughs> like, the whole Brexit thing's fucking false. You need some new genetics over there. Well, this is this is the problem. I mean, back then when they were running shit in <laughs> India and everything and as far as Singapore, they were running shit then. But now they've had another six generations of interbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just... It's just got dark. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Is there a Sharks membership you're not telling me about? (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm racist against pasty white fucking English people. (laughs) Manly Brett, that amazing day when Australia Post emails your membership has arrived only to find your wife made at home before you. Then he sent a photo of his dog with the beanie on. That's fantastic. Fucking looks like a great dog though too. Just to be fair, Twill Tourist One Eyed Tiger uh, this week in Splendour. He sent us a photograph from Splendour with all the unwashed hippies. Um, yeah, I drove past it on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, that was the worst three hours of your life. Because I'm not a fucking twenty four year old ecstasy fucking dealer. <laughs> <laughs> you just kept driving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aussie Blackwell also represented uh, this week in league at 1300 Teeth Stadium. Hoping we get every stadium tagged before the end of the season. And he sent us a photo where he's uh, vandalised it with one of the Twill Tourist stickers. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, following on um, someone that I know is vandalism of uh, Lang Park and Origin 3. Shouldn't we... Um, I reckon we start throwing out like bount- like glory bounties. The more audacious or prominent... Nah, look... I, I want one on Wally Wanker's face in Lang Park, yeah, that statue. I, I don't want anyone climbing anything and fucking plummeting. Yeah, because we are not liable for that. No. Or any legal costs... Associated. Associated with being caught red-handed vandalising shit. Um, but if you spot some somewhere... Yeah. I t- know there are some... A, tweet a photo out. The, there are some in some surprising places. There are some... At Sydney Suburban Grounds, dare I say iconic ones. There, there are some of some important suburban grounds. That we have not revealed yet at the request of the person who did the vandalism because we just want to see if people find them first. Yes. So you got a couple of weeks. I would give it, you know, like a month, I reckon. They're out know. there. They are there, though. They are out there. Um, Look at my fucking X-Files. Dirt underscore road underscore cowboy said, nothing better than listening to This Week in League while having a cold beer on the deck at Silverside Bar in Georgetown, GC. Fuck yeah. Looks fucking tremendous. And I, I take the the GC as Grand Cayman Island, Georgetown, the capital of the Caymans there. So he's obviously fucking cashed out his fucking crypto. <laughs> or, uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Living the good life because it looks it looks fantastic. Uh, Josh underscore Gunton one. Um, we out here twill tourists watching a women's AFL game with my uh, this week in league scarf. Good stuff. I mean, that's uh, very bold wearing a sports apparel to a non-sporting endeavour. Wonder how many transitioning men were in that women's game. It's just the one. Depending on who you're watching, isn't it? Is that yeah. one? I don't know who that one plays for, but fuck me, beast mate. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that's it. That is full time for episode 297. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, at TWI League, also on facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Get on there as well. Um, any feedback on the little video intros that we're doing uh, for the shows these days, uh, let us know. Um, they're pretty easy to put together and they're pretty fun to do. You know, Obviously, if you haven't seen the trend that I've been doing lately is whichever player we're talking about in the intro, I usually I just get on Google and try and find the most unflattering facial picture, face picture of that, of that player. Um, 
iTunes. No new reviews this week. Get yourself to iTunes and the podcast section. Go to sports and rec category. Uh, check out what's hot. Uh, click on the show. You know, uh, stars, review, all that good shit. Thank you. And um, tipping, punching prolapse. Still ahead, only by two now. Some back-to-back miserable performances have seen the, the insurmountable gap. Uh, crushed down to two. Uh, so we've got Manola in second, and then back more. We've got Robbo, Ben Diggity, Peter, Mitch, Alpha Ben RL, Jared Ash, Fragdog, and P Lay. Last man standing. What's the deal this week? I have no I've idea. I've just sprung it on you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I have no idea. So there is a number greater than zero still alive. Get this your week. shit in before the kickoff of the first game, as always. I'll yeah. get some time this week to go and. Uh, and if anyone tries to fucking snake one past exactly. you, then you, yeah, you'll leave you like, no, 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 no. Well, this is a good thing about everything coming through via email or Twitter or whatever. Yeah, so true. Um, and uh, finally, Super Coach bought not bread on top. Uh, the cheap seats, pineapples for the pokey, Sam Seals, Pool of Death, Captain Robo, Cuck, uh, the Journeyman, Grey Ghost, Junior Mints, and Meme Queens ran out of the top ten. Pretty much the same old faces. They just shuffled the deck chairs a little bit. Boom. That's it, man. Fucking Jesus Christ! We look at the length of this episode. I know. Kind of snuck up. Oh, there you go. There's one. Feels feel so professional with this equipment. Uh, one for the old one. For, one for the old school people. Fucking episode, t- you know, closer to three than two. Closer to three. I hear there's a, a ticket been bought, and the the horse and buggies leaving Toowoomba in the next couple of days. Oh, fantastic! To get down. So that's what three Correct. episodes time. Yeah. We'll get the old, uh, the real dad back in the showdown with the stepdad for the uh, other, other dad's true affections. The, the Tigers <laughs> are going to go really well for the next two weeks. <laughs> and then there's going to be a, a capitulation, uh, 50, 50 point score <laughs> put on them in time for the recap on episode 300. Fantastic. It's the way rugby league works. It's the way rugby league fucking works, man. The yeah. Guy, the, they're, they're, they are not good. These prayer circles are bullshit because they're not, they're not benevolent. Giving gods. Maybe it's proof there is a god and he's a cunt. (laughs) Well, that too. Anyway, see you next week. Later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.